For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In a world where Carolina Panthers fans have an insatiable thirst for Panthers news and opinions, only one podcast roars ferociously. It's the C3 Panthers podcast. Yo, yo, what's the deal, Panther fans? It's your boy, Tony Dunn, a.k.a. The Professor. It's the C3 Panthers podcast brought to you by CarolinaCatChronicles.com, where every Tuesday night we chop up the latest Panthers news and opinions. From the fan perspective, go ahead and smash the thumbs up button and be a part of the podcast by calling in at 252-228-5098. That's 252-228-5098. You can be a part of the longest running Panthers podcast where you get to hang out with Panther fans, man. Like I hang out with my boy, Cody Lasty, man. How you doing? Tony Don, what's going on, dude? It's a, it's a Tuesday night. Again, it doesn't matter what time of year. There's no other, nowhere I'd rather be on a Tuesday night at 9 p.m. than hanging with my boys. Uh, as Blake Bettis has already noted, I took some creative liberties with the uh, the title of tonight's show. The off season has a lot of different meanings, man. One shout out, North Carolina native J. Cole for dropping a banger this week. And uh, it is quite literally the off season, Tony Dunn. Uh, it's that slow period, but it don't matter, man, because as per usual, our chat room is lit with the best Panther fans in all of YouTube. AJ Lindsay, 2016, Supreme Lita is in the uh, chat. Uh, Ron, Ronnie Castillo, Blake Bettis, Tim Tizzy, Lynn Leonhart, Tony Dunn. Ain't nothing to it but to do it, brother. Let's roll. Let's roll. And you know what? There's no off season for this podcast because we hear nope. it's in every week. Hey, CK, welcome back. Hey, thanks for having me again for 75 weeks in a row. I'm just kidding. It's longer than that. But <laughs> hey, listen, it's been uh, it's, it's one of those weeks where like 20 minutes before the show starts, we're like, all right, what are we talking about today? <laughs> I know, I know. Like, who's who's setting the stream up? Who, uh, we, all right, you know, this is the time of the year right now where you just don't want to see anybody's name in the headlines, right? Is that if you see someone's name in the headlines right now, um, that means they're getting arrested. And I do believe there's going to be, I believe it's going to be a, a voluminous arrest year for the NFL. Because these cats have been so locked up with COVID for so long 
you know they're gonna go out and ball out. So we're about to find some people carrying guns, shouldn't be carrying guns. We're gonna get somebody to get a DUI. It's coming, folks, and let's just hope it ain't on the Carolina Panthers. Um, so this is the season, tis the season of no news is good news. What the hell is there to talk about tonight when it comes to Panther material? I'm trying to forecast the show. I think we saw a little, we've seen some news about many, like the rookie mini camps, right? So then like the first time that these guys get to interact with these players that they just drafted. Um, And that's about all I've seen when it comes. Oh, we had the schedule last week. So, We'll talk. We'll recap the schedule briefly. We did a show on that on Thursday night. Cody and I will talk a little rookie mini camps. We'll talk about rumored numbered number changes uh, and aliens, right? (laughs) Yeah, if you want, and we can go deep, bro. If y'all want to go deep, we can go deep. Man, yeah, convince me. Convince me. I am a skeptic. why do I need to convince you? Look at the evidence, man. It, uh-huh. your, own, your own government is telling you. And I don't think the world at large has realized like how big of a fucking deal it is. It's like our, our news media is so spun up with useless bullshit that when you hear, oh, by the way, there's aliens. They're totally real. They've been here forever. We're, we're just on to the next one and nobody gives a shit. Like, oh my come on, people. Yes. Like we're not even, you know, this is America. We don't even care about aliens. Like it's not even enough to intrigue <laughs> our appetite. We're like, uh, just another tweet, just another this and that. It's my right, don't forget to not care about aliens. <laughs> yeah, right. exactly. <laughs> uh, don't forget tonight's show is going to be powered by Avolta. You want to cut the cord with your electricity? You want to uh, separate yourself? from ultimately uh, the man who has been garnering all your power. You can become energy independent. If you're a homeowner in North or South Carolina, you should contact Kevin Brown, solar consultant with Avolta. You can own your own energy at a fixed rate for life with no money down. Do you know how to do that? Here's how you do it. The number is 704 215-3373. Tell Kevin Brown that you're a Panthers fan. You heard about it on the C3 Panthers podcast, and he will hook you up. North and South Carolina owner homeowners, you can be energy independent. Go green and take advantage of those tax cuts with Avolta. Kevin Brown, 704-215-3373. All right, Cody. Um, What is there talking about? Tell me. Tell me. I mean, I don't even know. So we got some uh, numbers. Uh, I, I want to play this, uh, or not play it, but show this picture that, um, if I can find it, uh, J.C. Horn put out, uh, which I just thought was cool as hell, man. Uh, J.C. Horn is going to wear number eight for the Panthers. And it's like uh, a receiver number, I almost feel well, like. I guess they were what, 18 or something. Well, he did it for uh Black Mamba to Kobe uh, Bryant, yeah, yeah for, for was Kobe. that Kobe Bryant? Oh, wow, yeah. So I'll go ahead and share it when I find it. Um, but it's uh, yeah, I think 
knowing uh, that my Twitter timeline has erupted because the Hornet sucks so bad, apparently. <laughs> yeah, Supreme Lynn wow, is what like, happened? It, Supreme, well, uh, they, they got their fucking ass kicked. I think the Pacers just destroyed them. It was the playoffs, too. But, um, yeah, uh, let, let me go ahead and share the picture. I have, I've got it up now. But, yeah, the Hornets were in the playoffs. Uh, they got thoroughly embarrassed and humbled. And since uh, Kobe Bryant, believe it or not, was actually a Hornet to start his NBA career uh, here in Charlotte, J.C. Horn's got that number eight. And he's got um, that black mamba wrapped I, around I his arms. Oh, no. Knows. Does this mean he's going to demand a trade? Oh. oh. Too soon. I tell you this. He, he is not a soon. looker, though, is he? <laughs> Poor people, guy. People can... It, I think you're the only person I've heard say that. Like I think I what? think you said it last week too. I, mean, I don't know. I'm not gonna. Yeah, talk about it. I, I, I am the only person saying. I'm saying it, bro. Like, sorry. Like, you got the gift of uh, fast footwork. You got the gift of this. You didn't get the pretty face. Sorry, you can't have everything. <laughs> uh, if you say so, man. Uh, I, I, I want to. Have you seen the um, the videos? I'm trying to find some of them. Of him doing the ladder drills, yeah, we played it last week. Uh, it was his okay, we, so we did play it. Yeah, I mean, he is amazing, dude. We're gonna be, I'm telling you, we said this on the draft night is that you come back six a uh, year, three years later, could be the best player in the draft. Like, he's a freak, bro. Yeah, he's a- like, he's been running him backwards his whole life. How's he run that back backwards that fast? And the you know, longtime Panther fans might get on my ass because I'm not some <laughs> Panther historian that can name the all of the best players from the 1990s of the Panthers. But I'm going to go out on a limb here. J.C. Horn will be by far the most physically talented player that we have ever had at the cornerback position. That's not to shit on no one else. It's just to say yeah. J.C. Horn is a dog, man. J.C. Horn. Uh, he does everything that you want at the cornerback position, and yeah, his I do dad's a wide good. receiver. He's been manning up his dad all his life, right? That's that mean, hey, that means when you have an NFL wide receiver that you're going up against whenever you're practicing, yeah, like dude, th- this this guy's been going against uh NFL receivers since he was since he was young, man. So I'm pumped. Um, they have all the New Panther numbers, but I have to look that up. I don't have it up in front of me. Right CK, now. we did a brief show, folks. If you're listening to the C3 Panthers podcast, go ahead and smash the thumbs up button, be a part of the show. Call in at 252 228 5098. Subscribe, write a review, tell us we suck, tell us we're awesome. It don't matter. I don't care what you just do something, it's free. Share the show. <laughs> uh, but we were we were up here on a Thursday night as the schedule is leaking and leaking. So we did a Thursday night video, CK, on the schedule and Teddy Bridgewater, yep. his bitch-ass self comments anyway. So go back and watch the show. In fact, I felt like I was more reserved than I should have been. Like, I want to blast. Maybe I need to let it blast tonight. But CK, have you had a chance to look at the schedule and do you have any just kind of remarks about that going forward? I hear the week nine tickets are a little pricey. Yeah, so they are pretty expensive. I think it's across <laughs> the board because 
I don't know if you've read the articles, but they say the demand for NFL season, t- I mean, t- the tickets this season are record breaking. Like, really? Yeah. Fuck them, man. Fuck that. That's bullshit. Yeah. Like, the, and, and like the new Vegas stadium, the prices for those tickets are insane, bro. Like, and then the Brady, like the most expensive game right I, now well, are the someone Brady. Someone told me it was $12,000 to go to that game. Brady coming back to New England. Yeah. Yep. It was, it's, it's insane. It's like Super Bowl t- style, like money. But, um, you know, obviously we knew who we were facing, you know, so that part wasn't necessarily as, uh, as surprising. Um, my biggest thing right now, because we're trying to do this whole thing where we're trying to get the, maybe do like a meet and greet sort of thing, which sounds like we're, yeah. celebr- it's not, we're not celebrities, just kind of hang out with the community. Anybody else who wants to go to that game, we're going to be in Charlotte. But the problem is we want to all go there. And um, as Cody alluded to in one of his tweets, you can't, I mean, you can find there's, there's one row of uh, handicap CD. Yeah. That, I mean, you can, get, I think but- we got to make this a thing on the C3 Panthers podcast right now is a call for increased handicap access at Bank of America. How about this? Is people we try to go on and buy a ticket? Co- Cody, you went on so, and tried to look at tickets the day of, and they said no. Get well, your this is stuff not a, out this of is here. Not, this is not. It's not new. Show. This is not new. So literally, as soon as the uh, tickets go on sale There's every so year, you go on there. You know. By the way, you might not be able to tell if you haven't seen me. Your boy's in a wheelchair. Okay. And whenever you go on Panthers.com to find any kind of handicap seedings, they just pretty much don't exist to the point where I'm like, God, how many cripples are there in Charlotte, dude? What the hell? Like, what or no seats, bro. There's no cripple seats. No, I'm sorry, I'm going to use your language then. Yeah. There's like there 10 probably in the whole stadium. There, Yeah, there were some that were still available, but the problem is I want us to all sit together, and the way that they have the handicap seating set up is it's you know you have the 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 wheelchair accessible seating and then you have a companion seat and then another companion seat, but a wheelchair seat again and so yeah. like we can't all four sit together there is no row that it allow us to all sit w- right next to one another um with that with that in mind so and the thing that sucks is i would like us to all be able to watch it with cody but we're not we're not able to do that like the only way it's going to work is if you know cody and you know, one of us sits, uh, or maybe well, if he gets with, um, there's only one answer to this. I might have the same hookup that I did last, did last time. You know, hope is not completely lost, but yeah, the fact that they're so that they're not very available and like, uh, what CK already, already alluded to, man, the ticket prices, man, uh, I guess now, what do you think they're just trying to make up for last year of just not having any fans in the seats? I don't and they're know. just like trying to hit off that fervor of everybody. Before we go to that, I do want to say this. There's only one answer to solving our ticket problems. David Tepper, bring us up in your fucking box, bro. Bring Cody up there and give him the treatment. He gets up here. He talks about your team. He gives you the publicity all year, all week, all this and that. Bring us up into your box and have a good time, bro. Let's talk about media passes. Boy, hey, I tell you what, man. Man, they got to be quiet in that box. Yeah, so we went and I did a stadium tour. And when you go through the press room and stuff, they have to be quiet. 
Like they can't what. hear, they can't nothing, they can't do nothing. And like people get on them. I was like, gosh, I would get kicked out of this motherfucker in just if a second. They actually <laughs> gave, if they actually gave media passes, bro, I would ask the best questions, dude. They need to let yeah, my ass yeah, in. Yeah, dude. yeah. They and need because to we let my ass in because I'm gonna ask the hard hitting questions that Panther fans wanna know, dude. Oh, what was it? Um, two things. Actually, you can't ask the best questions because Dave, uh, David Newton asked the best questions. Yo, David Newton, I'd make his ass sit. Dude, down. he's actually not like y'all hate on him now. Now I think if you defend David shtick. Newton right now. I think it's a shtick at this point, and no. it's cool. And the the reason being, go ahead and bring in the bat daddy while I'm telling you. Oh, this yeah, point, I, I was gonna have is, it, uh, He does ask the jugular question. If you listen to the press conference, he does ask the question, and it's like the first question he asks every time. And it's like always for the jug. It's like I say I call it the jugular question. Because it's like the one that we all want to kind of ask. It's like, so what do you think about Deshaun Watson and dicks on the face? And it's like, oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's that, I like, so I actually think it's a stick. And uh, so uh, I am a David Newton fan now. Like, he's a treasure. No. At this point. He's a no. treasure. No. Like uh, uh, our friend Greg, the Matt Daddy. Who's Mr. Actual treasure. Svelte, man. Look at you over there. How you doing, brother? Welcome back. I'm doing great, man. I got tomorrow off, and I was like, well, damn. I'm going to hop on the show tonight if these fellas will let me. And it's awesome to be here. I miss this so much. So great to be back and talk some Panthers football. Yeah. Bad dad. Your room more is like, still, it's got like, more shit in it. More like buff dad. What's up? <laughs> hey, man, we need a good middle linebacker. I'm, I'm trying to fill that. You know, oh, shit. Oh, damn. Here we go. Fear the beard. That's right. Fear the beard. I know. I know. So, what were we were talking? Oh, so back to the schedule. So, we had some things with the week nine. Uh, Cam Newton's coming to Carolina, and those prices are steep. You know, it's, it's awesome. Like, you look at the Twitter, the Twitter, and people are all wanting to go to that cam game like and who was it, it was How like uh somebody bro somebody in the chat room was the one who suggested ten tizzy or somebody it was like we need to go to a game together yeah Isn't Everybody, that? and it was yeah, like yeah. we need to do the cam game so uh my uh big shout out grim reaper c3 makes my week uh thank you for the super chat um so now the schedule guys we did a show on it and it is starts with week one against the jets you get the Sam Darnold's re- reunion match, which I think is, I heard Colin Cow- uh, Cowherd say this. And I know that we all have mixed feelings about these commentators. And this is, is sometimes he's very good in like the way he can surmise a point. Yeah. Um, and he said this is he said, there's no better week to have Darnold uh, against the Jets than week one. Right, I mean, like it's like the best. It's the best storyline. If they played in week eight, it wouldn't matter. No one would give a fuck. It's like we already made our decision about Sam Darnold. We already made our decision about the Jets. But in in week one, Sam Darnold with the Carolina Panthers against the New York Jets makes an actual story that is interesting. So I heard that the NFL did 132,000 iterations of the schedule 
through their machine, which is fucking insane. Like, how did they even do that? And how did they right. get anybody look at that? Why that number? The Carolina <laughs> Panthers uh, schedule looks like a tale of two halves to me. Front end all looks feasible and plausible. Back end is murderer's road. Yes, I agree. That last four, that last, what, six weeks is going oh, to be insane. Do you think that it's a situation where if they say we did really well in the first half, they could go 500 in the second half and still have a legitimate? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, with if the we increase- go 500 in the second half, Greg, we're going to be like pump, bro. In like well, a good way. 12, if we go we'll like, yeah. If- 11 and 5. We we're trying to be a playoff team if we go 500 yeah. and that back in. Yeah. And I almost think it's a blessing in disguise in a way. And that is you get a front end of a schedule that's manageable where you can. Cody, what is your uh, what you're saying about when we know teams know who they are? Yeah, you don't know uh, if, if a team is legitimate or not until after week six. And since we're adding the game, I'd say it's week six, week seven. Add another little like that's what separates the men from the boys. That that November or that uh, late October, early November football. I mean, that's when the real good teams start to. It's show when themselves. injury. We find out who's been crippled by injury. Who is, you know, had all these other issues. This or this and that. And who the pretenders but, are? Because I feel right. like every year there's always one. There's always a five and two team. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. really good and they're on a roll, and people think that they're dynamite, and then they just fucking fall off a cliff. So yeah. to me, after that week six, week seven. That's when you start to really separate the the good from the bad, and that's why I think this schedule is kind of a an interesting one or intriguing to me because the tough teams on the back end offer us an opportunity, right? Kind of like forged by fire mentality. Imagine if you actually were able to start the season out in a you know respectable way, and then you got you knocked off. Imagine going to Arizona and knocking them off or say right. you're in, you're in, uh, I don't know. You play the dolphins and you take them down. I think beating a good team late could mean something big for this team. So this schedule is interesting to me. Any thoughts about it, fellas? I got to let my dog out of this room. I want to say, well, yeah, yeah. I, w- I was just going to toss it up to, Greg and CK, me and Tony already did a video kind of giving yeah. our thoughts. So you two just jump in. Tell us what you think. Uh, I put it up on the screen. I don't know if everybody can see it very good or not. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's our that's our schedule. So, yeah, Greg, uh, what, what say you, man? Well, I mean, when I look at the Panther schedule, it, every year it seems like we have the same level of difficulty in schedule. Like, we, we never – you know, we never have one of the hardest schedules, but we definitely never have one of the easiest schedules. Like every year we're like in the middle of the pack as far as schedule goes. And you know what y'all were saying about the week six, week seven thing, that's a turning point in the season for a team because if you you get up to the week six and you're two and four, realistically yeah. you still have a shot to finish out well. You you're two and four and you start the second half of the season at oh and two, you know your season's pretty much probably over. Whereas if you win those first two games, you've got a different direction you're going. Like that, that's such a breaking point in the season, not just to see the pretenders. And let's see, Carolina's 
Where are they at? Minnesota and New York, week six and seven. I think those are both winnable games. Dude, like yeah. it's all the way until this. It starts with this. The schedule starts in week nine when Cam Newton comes to Carolina. That's when our season starts because you go Patriots, Cardinals, Washington football team. Let's not sleep on them because we know Ron Rivera, mm-hmm. revenge match, their defense. Look, Washington football team is Ron Rivera's perfect team, bro. You know what I'm saying? Give that mug a good defense now. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like I, I'm not, I'm not sleeping on Washington football team coming to Carolina. Then you get the Dolphins, eleven and five. Then you have the Falcons. Okay, the Falcons look, but their offense is on paper freaking legit. They, they're always, you know what? They always, they don't meet expectations but bro they they have some firepower and they always fuck with us bro i hate the fucking falcon you know what you know what i'm just now realizing that i didn't pick up on the last time we talked about this tony we are really not gonna be traveling very much through six weeks look at this we're at home two weeks in a row right oh yeah but hold on check this out week three and four we're in the state of texas it, we're not we're not going past, past Texas. Then mm-hmm. we get the next two at home, and then we're not going to have like a real meaningful road trip into New York. Like, dude, that's it is it, a travel friendly schedule. In fact, I did see this. Cody, early, is a great yeah. point. I saw someone. There's some sort of whatever days off calculator. Mm-hmm. You guys see that floating around? Like uh, Carolina has one of the better. Like, um, they kind of measure your opponent versus you based how many days you played your last game on. I think that's how it works. So it's like, so you're playing, say, say we're playing the Falcons at home uh, on 1 p.m. in week 14, but the Falcons had a Thursday night game the week before. So they measure how much rest you have. And Carolina has one of the most rested schedules in the league. So yeah, it's a good point is not a lot of travel. And that first, how do you start? We get two weeks at home right off the bat. Nice. I appreciate yeah, that. Man. And then, it looks like, like a said, lot. When you look at the preseason, I was like, God damn, we got four games. And I was like, Oh wait, that's preseason. <laughs> I have two questions. Uh, one, do we know if any of these are primetime games? One, uh, one, the only, and that is so weird. Wait, wait, stop, 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 don't tell him, tell him, ask him if he can guess. Yeah, it. G- Greg, we yes, have one, wait, we have one prime time, one prime time game. Look at that schedule and guess which one it is. Don't chat, look at the don't time, tell him. don't look at the time, don't and cheat. Don't tell him, chat. If I had to guess, I would probably say Dallas or Arizona. You mm. would think not, and you would be wrong. Who? Who is it? It's week three against the Texans. <laughs> like what? Okay. What? What? We have one primetime game is against the Texans on Thursday night, folks. It's called wow. a, what I call a good dad game, and that is where you could be a good dad and not watch it. You like <laughs> spend time with your children instead of devote. Like, come on, that's gonna yeah. be. If you're not a fan of either team, you you don't have to. Watch oh, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, if you're not, you're a Texas go to bed fan early, bro. Fan, you don't you don't uh, watch that game. And my second question is, and I just want to be realistic about this: We're playing the Patriots week nine. 
if Cam Newton with them draft because they drafted your boy from uh, from Alabama, right? Uh, if Cam Newton starts the season, uh, McCorkle, McCorkle, yeah, McCorkle, McCorkle Jones. Uh, if he starts the season out playing like he did towards the end of the season last year, where he wasn't really playing all that well, do we even see Cam Newton playing all the time? All right, that's a great question. But In fact, it- I would, I was thinking about this, guys. Is that people are buying these single game tickets? They it's so expensive right off the bat. Right, yeah. they open the tickets up. Week nine is so big. This and that. What would it be like if we got to week nine? People paying, we paid all this money, did all this, and Cam Newton's hurt. Right. And um, I mean, you know, it could be bench. It could be like, I mean, I don't think he's going to be bench. I think Cam's going to he's going to have a good season. But what if he's hurt? Yeah. Imagine spending three hundred fifty dollars for a ticket and then to try to see Cam. Motherfucker, don't even make the plane trip. What if my aunt had nuts? That's right. Oh, yeah. Hey, she she be your be uncle, honey. Uncle. If the Lakers come to play Charlotte, I'm gonna buy tickets to the game. If LeBron gets hurt, it's part of what happens, you know. But I guess that's a chance you got. I always yet. wait yeah. till last second. That's my problem. I wait. Like buying tickets right now seems crazy to me. Yeah, well, it's funny because I almost always buy tickets outside the stadium whenever I get there. <laughs> really? Have yeah, you had good luck with that? Go. Yeah, Does you can always work? find tickets. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's. Tons I mean, like, I always work, no, I'm always worried I'm going to get scammed. I mean, it's always like, I always before, think they're going to be fake tickets. And now they're digital tickets, years, aren't though. they? I'm not sure. It's been a long um, time yeah, they do digital, but I think they're still, I could be wrong, but <sighs> I think, I mean, there's, I don't know. All I know is that there's always a way. Like there's always a way they people find a way to make it make it work and whatnot. So okay. I'm not too worried about uh, it. This schedule is uh, front end seems winnable. Back end is this murderer's road. Look at this. You got to play Buffalo. I'm telling you, if we go into Buffalo flexed and win that bitch. This team's winning the Super Bowl. It's, I mean. it's really only three of the last six games that are that that really. Threatening. I'm not scared of the same. What do you mean three is the last uh, the, six bill, the Bills and both the Bucks games? I'm not real. Look, look, we can beat the Dolphins. We can beat Washington. We can beat Arizona. I mean, we can beat New Orleans. It, it, it's the Bills and both the Bucks games uh-huh. that are the ones that are going to be. Really, My man's really got really high tough. expectations. You owe me ten bucks too. By the way. I do. I do. Um, because you, I, I, I guess you're. You, oh, what is the over? Ten, ten bucks. Right I'll send now. you five million safe moon. How about that? Uh, yeah, or a husky. Yeah, oh, I want you to tell me this. I got a question real quick before we move on. Yeah, is uh, husky corn a, a coin? <laughs> corn. I looked it up. It was at zero. Just, just. How do you buy something that's on. at zero? How you do buy you buy something it? that it had? But like, how can you actually give somebody money for something that's worth nothing? Hey, just, like I wanted to. I'm. I only. I only fuck with Coinbase right now. That's just what I've been doing. And they don't. They don't mess with any of these kind of new it's coins. Safe, it's safe, right? You can't even buy Doge on Coinbase. <laughs> Not yet. They're, they're, how do you buy a video. coin? Seriously, how do you buy a coin that has like the first eight decimal points have zeros beside it? Because uh, when you put you buy it, because when you put like thirty five dollars into it, you get one point whatever billion tokens or coin <laughs> so all it has to do is hit a quarter like of double. a penny and you're a millionaire so that that's why you do it and if you if it doesn't then you lost 35 bucks 
So I'll, I'll take yeah. a chance. I'll take a chance. You know, it's crazy paying yeah. for something that's worth nothing. Yeah, right now. That's what people said about Bitcoin. <laughs> I hate that, right? <laughs> that's what people said about Bitcoin and Doge and every crypto that's out there. Telling you, bro. Let me tell you, man. Chat, chat's getting on my nerves. One Carl Vans in here trying to talk shit about Cam Newton, and I will not have oh, it. And then yeah, Tim Estes yeah, is trying. Cam, Tim Estes is trying to agree. Saying that Cam doesn't have an arm anymore, he can't throw the ball deep. And listen, I put this on, on in the chat room, and let me just be real with y'all. We better pray that Cam Newton is as banged up and as busted as, as so many of you like to say that he is. Okay, because if you look at our safety depth, dude, if if we have no over the top safety help, like we have no safety depth. Uh, everywhere else, we're good. But, dude, any team that, like, really wants to go deep on us, this year we're going to be asking a lot of our rookie corner, J.C. Horn, and a lot of Dante Jackson, man. Because I think teams are going to want to try us deep. And I would look for that game uh, where Cam Newton comes in with that big-ass chip on his shoulder. And we all know how he plays with the chip on his shoulder. And come in, start throwing bombs away, man. So... We'll see, and I think that is the nightmare, right? That, like, you know, Cam Newton comes home and then just fucking balls out, dude. Like, dude, I'm not I'm not ready for it. You can tell in my voice it still pisses me off that he's not. Uh, like, just how, how, how it ended, like, I'm still not okay with it, and I have no problem saying that. Oh, I'd yeah, wear my I'm- Panthers jersey. I'm game. right there with you, but I'm I'm of the mind personally that I think the the problem right now that Cam has is he has to prove it. Right now, it, even if you look at the tape, you can, and that's the thing we can talk about all day. Everybody wants to argue Teddy didn't have what he wanted, or Sam Darnold didn't have the weapons, and and some people say it's well, it's not his fault. It's an inept Jets organization. <clears throat> you can blame the the offense that the Patriots had last year. But right now, like, this is the thing that I'll say, and you guys know I love Cam. I I was verbally and very publicly critical of how he played last year. I didn't think he played like the Cam Newton that we all expect Cam Newton to be. I did feel like he was falling off. So I don't disagree with a lot of the statements that, that are being made. But I think that what I'm hoping for is that he comes out and he is a good, like, I, I hope he does prove the world wrong. Because, like, because I've been such a Cam supporter – I think it's, you know, something that I would like to see happen and I'd like to see that redemption story. Obviously in the in the face of of us being gutted by the fact that he's not a Carolina Panther anymore doing this, but um I personally I, I hate to say it guys, I really do, but I I'm right there with I don't know that Cam Newton has what it takes to be a quarterback in this league anymore. Oh, I, I, I could not disagree with that more, man. And like Panthers buzz in the chat, eight touchdown, 11 interceptions. Like that was not a good team. Why does everybody want to put everything that happened last year on Cam Newton? Like they had any weapons. Exactly. Look, Lou Charter knows that he had no, uh, no weapons. Yeah. He had, uh, he got COVID. He didn't uh, have a, a, a preseason. Like, he didn't have all that shit, and he started off so strong. Like, what I'll say is this. I will agree to all of those things if Cam comes out this year and he has a bad year because they they upgraded that roster. Like, they really, really did go all out in free agency, right? 
So if Cam has a uh, stat line like this uh, going next year, then yeah, fine. But like, I I have no idea what would possess anyone to say that Mac Jones is going to come in and be the starter over Cam Newton. Like that, he's going. That's like, hard that, for me to say. That's what's that going. That's what's going on around the internet. People are saying, "Oh, Mac Jones is going to be the starter." Uh, Bleacher Report even put out an article like predicting what first round picks would be starting in week one or like what week they would be starting. And they had Matt Jones starting week one for the Patriots. Yeah. And it's like, bro, like people call me a Cam Newton homer, but then at large, like people are still thinking, and he has to prove that he's healthy. I got that. But people I don't still even think, think I think like, he proved he was healthy. Like he had COVID last year. Right. That was really it. That wasn't uh, a bottle. That wasn't physical. They brought him back, bro. How about this? How about, let's just say this. They brought him back. Did, I mean, what did, what what did they bring him back do. at? Guess they what we didn't do? Brought him back no, guess what we didn't do for Teddy? We didn't bring him back. back. So, look, it, look, it's Cam. This ain't going to be the Cam podcast. No, I mean, no, no. It, well, actually, it is. Well, it's but well, I, we, I want to use this as a thought experiment and talk about the Panthers' defense real quick before we go to Cackles. You, um, I feel like um, by drafting JC Horn, guys, we're kind of in some ways setting a tone for a different type of defense that could be played that we're not really accustomed to in Carolina, and that is a little less zone, more man type, yeah, free free flowing type of defense. And I don't think it's just J.C. Horn that is the story, but we've added Hassan Reddick. We added Morgan Fox. We have Brian Burns, who is probably going to be uh, right now is on the precipice of being the greatest, like the biggest pass rusher in the league at this moment. Like he's this close. He's very close, like to taking that elite, elite step. He has to take the next step, but he has all the all the traits. Derek Brown. Derek Brown, we um, we added um, we, we you know we put some real parts on the defense and free agency with the you know the the thumper in the middle. Who's that guy from the Chargers? We Denzel pulled over. Perriman. Yeah, and um, who else did we add? Um, Denzel Perryman, Perryman, de- um, Fox, Reddick. Am I missing anybody? Um. Yeah. Or uh, cornerback. Uh. AJ Bouye. Yeah. Bouye, but also, what right? was the name of that? Um. I mean, he's not a big name, obviously. But we'll, we signed a defensive tackle. I'm gonna look it up. Uh. We signed but a defensive we, tackle too, and it was just like he wasn't a big name, but he's someone that we signed. As we look at this defense, and there seems to me so much kind of, but there's a lot of potential there for it to be a fast. I'm I'm interested to see what Phil Snow is going to do, right? Because Cody, you said this over and over last season is just Dick what Horn we see. Jones. Yeah, what we see Phil Snow's defense being right now isn't what it can only be. It's what right. he's right. using, right? So we talked about the three three four. We talked about all this shit, but you pointed this out is that there is a glaring glaring hole at safety. And I am. I want to ask anybody if they can name. Oh, Cephas Williams, get out of here! I love. I think Phil Snow's the best coach on the team. 
He's how that are we nice fucking terrible. How are we able like, to judge he's... after one season? Though. And they got better. They got better. Four rookies. But tell me this: Can anybody name more than two safeties on this roster? I'm looking at the list right now, so I'll be able to tell you. Oh, uh, you look that. I pulled it up, but it's like this: I don't believe anybody can name more than two names. And awesome. if you weren't a okay, no, no, Greg fan, and C- no, let's get Greg and CK. No, yeah. go back and forth and just name as many safeties as you can on our defense right now. Yeah, on our yeah. defense. Just have name we a have we officially have we officially marked Chen as a safety? Uh, no, it doesn't count. It is not. Uh, that's the only one I'd be able to give you. <laughs> So y'all are at zero. I'm 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 drawing a blank like in this moment because you're asking me about it. But all right, Uh, so people would be able to. uh, And look, this actually takes super fans to say this too. Is that like Justin Burris? We would say, okay, Justin Burris. We he came over in free agency last year. Um. Yeah, we got. I will tell you this. Listen to this. It's like, yeah, is that we're interested in Sam Franklin because he like seems to be cool and like like a guy we want to make in the league and stuff like this. But that's it, bro. This is our safeties right now. Justin Burris. By the way, Justin is spelled. By the way, by the way, Justin is spelled J U S T O N. Just Tom. Just Tom. Burris. John Chandler, Sam Franklin, JT eBay, and Kenny Robinson. It sounds like an 80s R&B group. Like, (laughs) you know, Uh, like, bro, that's, that is, that is really. um, Sam Franklin's 6'3", homie. Six can he run? And Franklin he is the yeah, he actually played, yeah, he played pretty well last year. Two of these guys are from Temple Sean Chandler right. and uh Sam Franklin. There is a real look, it's embarrassing, that, man. Do we make a signing or do we yeah, just leave I think there's still no, nah, there's still a free agent, there's still, yeah. Period, I mean, you got you got you know, some, 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 yeah, you got some veterans out there, you know, that might be able to add that leadership role, but. I don't know that, again, I'm not sure that Rule wants veterans. I feel like Rule at this point, based on what I'm seeing and, and the moves that he makes, he wants young guys who are coachable in his mind. Um, and You're right. That, Justin Burris might be the oldest dude on the team at 27 almost. Yeah, we're we're and, the youngest team in the, in the league right now. And, and to a, be okay. a pretty good margin. Go ahead. I was going to say, to be fair, I mean, if you've got Bouye... Uh, um, Horn, you've got Chin in the backfield. If you're if you're not the strongest at safety, I mean, I think you're okay with what you've got surrounding you. They set it up so if you don't have a great safety, you'll be all right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in some way, that's a great point. Is this is that ultimately all of these they're listed listed at safety? Mm-hmm. All four of these guys, or five of them? When I say four, four, but they're only those are all free safeties because you're gonna be playing Jeremy Chin on the strong. Right, it seems like right. So yeah. that's the a, that's a great. Still have Jeremy listed as a linebacker, which I find. Interesting. I don't think he will be. I think he'll be a safety. Like yeah. everybody, I think if you look at the moves that we're making, Jeremy Chen will be moved to safety uh, by the by the beginning of the year. Right. I just don't think anybody's going in there until training camp's over. I don't think they're going to necessarily put that 
that moniker on on him yet. Yeah, I just feel like you can't have you know an elite player at every position. Some guys, you know, uh, what is it? Rising tide raises all ships. So if you got better players surrounding, then you can have a weaker position. You know, at least one in the backfield because you're gonna have three pretty strong players back there. I feel. Yeah. Oh, it looks like the chat room saying we just picked up Delano Hill, which he's not even on the Panthers roster yet. Like I was looking on the team website. Yeah, I think that was hap- that happened early today, maybe. Who is really? Delano Hill? Who is this guy? All right, no, here. Uh, when in doubt, check Wikipedia. Did he go to Baylor? High school, uh, college. <laughs> Where did he go? His senior help. Put. Where did he go to college? Doesn't even say. I think he was a D tackle, right? Oh, he went to Michigan. Hmm. Wow. He was a third round pick in 2017 hmm. for the Seahawks. Okay. Hey. Oh, there's your link. There's your link right there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, yeah. There you go. A little fitter of magic right there. Is that, is that literally happening like right now? Like as we're. Speaking about this, what is it? Delano Hill. I mean, like people. No, that happened. Hold on, I'll I'll look at it here. I'm pretty sure I saw that earlier. What does he do? What does he do? He plays football. Panthers. Yeah, but the guy who stopped the (laughs) goal line. Yeah, this happened. Delano Hill happened two days ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Is it is it like a meaningful like? He was the eleventh safety selected in twenty seventeen. Oh, that, that yeah, that that that, that is that actually. <laughs> I mean, look, it's like they're trying stuff. It might not be the answer you want, but it, it's they're they're obviously eyeballing what you're talking about. Yeah. Um. I, good. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, Greg. Well, I was just going to say, I see a comment in the chat saying we drafted a long snapper to create competition, but no competition. The most important position, quarterback. I think that we have put all our chips in on Sam Darnold. I think it's clear. is why we didn't uh, – yeah. we're not worried about competition. We don't want him to have competition. I think, they feel, I think they feel like he can be the guy. There's no need to put competition in there. And if it doesn't work out, we didn't give up much for him. We can move on quickly. That's why I don't Ooh. think we have competition at that position. That's why they got rid of – Do you comp- think we filled three quarterbacks on this roster this year? I think we get three. I think we just the way that the that so they're I, always going to scratch a guy every week. Like I we think did so. last year. No. I th- well, I don't know that they're. It depends. I mean, it, it, number one is PJ Walker even been re-signed? That's it was only a one year deal that he was on with us, right? Oh, let me see if he's listed on the website. Is uh, we never. Uh, I never got to ask CK and Greg. Is there like a game that sticks out for you? I mean, obviously week nine with Cam coming back back to town. Um, I mentioned the Jets. Like I mentioned this the last time I reacted with Tony. I'm surprised that Sam Darnold against his old team. Like I'm surprised that isn't prime time. Right. Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah. I, when Maybe you look at the was, games for week one, though, it's really hard to justify putting that. And us. that's why. It's because yeah. it's week one. But I feel like if if we were to have played the Jets any other time, yeah, I feel like that probably would have been a prime time game. But either that, what game? Um, other than that, like what game? Uh, 
sticks out for you. And then after you guys go, I'll tell you my legitimacy test that I think we have on our schedule. All right. You tell me it sticks out to me like uh, we want. I don't want to go. I, to? I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. Like, uh, or just as interesting, just an interesting. Or okay. maybe you think there's some kind of storyline connected to it. So, okay, uh, I'll just go ahead and give you like mine real quick first. I think week fifteen, like if we're a good football team, at week fifteen, December on the road in yeah, Buffalo. In Buffalo. So yeah. it's gonna be on. the I'm snow. trying to tell you, if you knock off Buffalo, we win in the Super Bowl, baby. Dude, like if, if we go on the road, like we're a fucking team to be dealt with. That's why I said that. that yeah, Carolina and that's North. why I said that it's a it's a that's a legitimacy test. Mm-hmm. If we're able to go on the road up to Buffalo, and by the way, like it's not just like Josh Allen is good. That whole organization is good. Like Brandon Bean has really made that whole thing like legit. They have corners, D line, O line, like they can do it all, man. And there's no reason why they shouldn't win that division going away for the next few years. Yeah. But if the Panthers are able to do that. In Sam Donald's first year, uh, Swish94 uh, says he thinks it'll be a primetime game also. Um, maybe the Yeah, Saturday it's on the flex weekend. Week. They got the, This is part of the new schedule, I think, that they do that flex Saturday weekend. Oh, but we got to be yeah. good, though, man. The Panthers okay. have to be good because they want to flex that. I feel it. You know what? What's one I think is, is obviously the Jets is an interesting one. I still think... That is going to be, I'm not going to say an easy win because Wilson could come out and just throw the ball like 7,500 times and just break rookie records for his first starting gig. Like that's all possible. Is it likely? No, right? You know, we're still dealing with the Jets who are still in a bit of a rebuild phase, if you ask me. Mm -hmm. Um, The one that will be the big one that I'm looking forward to is our first divisional test, and that's going to be week two against the Saints. Like that Ooh, is great, great. Yeah. I love this. Good you know, time. because that's going to give we us, don't know much about the Saints either. That's going to give us our first test of what the Saints are really about. Like if if without Drew Brees, was Drew Brees the glue that held that offense together right. or yeah. not? Um, mm-hmm. and you're I think we're gonna start having a lot of other questions about that. The defense is Cam Jordan going right. to is he getting old? It's getting all yeah. I mean, and they lost the white boy. Their secondary sucks. Like yep. is that they have been a very good team for the last four years. Yeah, uh, all around. That, I would say I would like say top decade. to bottom. Yeah, but like uh, the well, they I would say they did have kind of a moment uh, at one point where they were after they won the Super Bowl. I they felt were, like yeah. they had a couple down. You know, is that yeah, yeah. like I won't say they weren't good, but like is. They've owned our shit for the last four years, it felt like. Uh, I went, and maybe it was 2016, or... God, I'm trying to think of what year we went. Maybe it was 24... Maybe it was 2014, and we went, and they beat our ass at our house in, like, week two. Yeah. You know, and... But there, but that was kind of a time where their their storyline was starting to change, right? We thought of always the Saints as a put 500 yards up on you score like this and that. But over the last couple of, you know, five years, they added to the offensive line. Right. It's offensive line. It's running. It's Mm -hmm. been the defense. Their defense, their defense used to be trash. I mean, 
And now it's been legitimate. But I agree, CK, is that right now I need to see can they last beyond Drew Brees. Yeah. So that's one that great, I'm looking forward point. to. Yeah, right, I'm yeah. looking forward to that. Oh, that's a, a good one. I like that. You you actually almost stole mine, CK. I'm actually looking at week three stands out to me. I know it sounds weird being in Houston, but there's a couple different reasons. One, it's our first away sleeper. game. Sleeper. It's a sleeper. This is a team that we trap. should beat. It's a like trap. this this is gonna be a, a game that we should win. If we go into this game possibly two and zero, into a game that we should win. I mean, we should smash this team, to be truly honest with you. They're going to be the new Cleveland Browns for the next few years. Um, it's, it's, it's a kind of a legitimacy test. You know, we can go in, be 3-0 and in our trip in Dallas, going into Dallas, which is everybody's Super Bowl pick every year at the beginning of the season. Um, and, and it would look good, you know. So I, th- I think the Texans game stands out big because it's one of those getting the momentum rolling. Winning two to start off the season is pretty nice, yeah. but it's two home games. You win your next road game on a on a team you should beat, then maybe you got something going. Because three and zero is when you really start to say, okay, this might be something. You know? Can and can I even say I kind of feel that way about the game CK mentioned? Like the mm-hmm. the the Saints, like they have ruled the division. Uh, I mean, even last year, even though the Bucks won they were the, the division Bowl, winners. Yeah, to be they fair. won the division, and they, what they, that's like four years in a row now or something that they've won. The division, the I think boss, they topped bro. our record. They they the the last time the Panthers won our division, it was three times in a row, and we had the record. Mm-hmm. But now I think it belongs to them. My thing is this: like, if not now, when? You know what I mean? If you're not, you know, if, if you're gonna beat the Saints, why not do it now? You know, they yeah. have so much turnaround. Home They're game. losing. It's a home game. They're losing a Hall of Fame quarterback. I know. I already. I feel like I'm a little bit like um, when we did our show on Thursday and we were talking about schedule. I almost was writing the Saints off a little yeah, bit. Yeah, and you I know, kind of was and too, like Jameis could be coming. Jameis could come in there and throw for a bazillion. Mm-hmm. It's not like all this. You know what? They might actually get an upgrade at down. It, really, it's about that defense, homie. Yeah. It's yeah. about their defense. Their story is their defense has been better than we like to give them credit for for the last few years. And that has helped them through a lot of this. There's a lot of storylines here. I like, look, we could bounce around, man. We could go from, you know, Washington football team, mm-hmm. Ron Rivera coming home in, in this brutal stretch. I think the Cam Newton game is clearly. That's obviously going to be line. yeah, like it's mm-hmm. our storyline. And that's, I don't know to be to be fair. That is ten. That's nine or what eight games before that happens. So there is a lot that can change between mm-hmm. now and then, right? Mm-hmm. Cam Newton could be traded. Cam Newton yeah, could be released right. in training camp, guys. Like it's no, all possible things no, that can happen. No, come on. I'm saying it's possible. The Do game you know, that I'm circling. The game that I'm circling that is meaningful to me. And I've been trying to flip the coin. I think week seven against the Giants is interesting mm-hmm. because the Giants are kind of in a win or Dave Gettleman gets well, that, fired mode. Yeah, that right? part of so it, like, like I don't, Dave I, Gettleman I, aspect of things, yeah. I, I think that that could. But to me, it's week 10 on the road against the Cardinals. Yeah, that's what I thought you were going to say. That's why I was This yeah. is the game of the season for me. This is the one I'm circled. 
And and I don't know if it's, you know, I, I have these darlings. I pick a darling that I like, a team, you know, not like them. I'm not rooting for them necessarily. But for me, it was the Bills, the last, it was before they even got Josh Allen. I thought they were on the precipice of being good. Mm. So I thought they were kind of my dark, you know, so I was secretly interested in the Bills. The Cardinals are that team for me right now. I think the Cardinals are supposed to, they, like in my mind, they're going to be good. Yeah, they they should be. They have no reason not to be. They uploaded, you know, upgraded. They got a bunch of weapons. Um, we did beat the biggest, the biggest struggle Bush they have, there. the biggest struggle that the Cardinals have is the division and what's their plan. Yeah, they live in a slaughterhouse over there. <laughs> they really, I mean, couldn't you couldn't you say we are in the same boat? I mean, no. New Orleans, New Orleans, and Tampa Bay. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I we, say, we've well, got a we yeah. got a murderer's row in our division. I would say that bro. has been true until this year. Dude, the Super yeah. Bowl champs in our division. Like, well, what right, do you mean? But what, like, I, but what I mean true. by that is, is that these teams. Okay, one Tom Brady came down, and that really changed everything for him. But number two, like, uh, you know, after this, you know, after last season, there's a whole lot of new going on to a lot of our division rivals. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you know, the the Falcons are have a brand new. Head Just to coach, let you know, the brand Saints new were twelve and four last year. Dude. The Bucks were eleven and five. I mean, we're good, but you're right. Is that when you look across? To me, it's the how many. I have a question. How many people in the uh, NFC AFC West? North is the fucking sick shit right now? How many people in the NFC West finished with a top five draft pick last year? None. How many did the NFC South have? Two. Point. Two. Fair point. <laughs> Fair, Fair point. Yeah, yep. All right. Yep. Um, to me, is like, bro, listen, to this is the. AFC North, had, and look, the Steelers were the biggest fraudulent twelve and four team in the history of the world. Yeah. Like they should yeah. have been eight and eight. You know what I'm saying? But they went twelve and four. The Ravens went eleven and five. The Browns went eleven and five. That's crazy. So what was? What'd you say? The NFC West. It's the West. You had a twelve win, a ten win, and an eight win. So if the Cardinals can, and how about that? The Rams won ten fucking games last year. That's crazy as fuck. Yeah, is that yeah. true? Like I'm looking yeah. at like a guy. I can't yeah, they, even... had, they had a fantastic defense. Like that yeah. was one of their biggest, you know, uh, one of their biggest assets last year was how good their defense was. Um, yeah, Aaron, but Donald, Aaron Donald, the best player in football, bro. Yeah, I mean the thing with the Cardinals is I think that this season. They might have made a lot of questionable moves, in my opinion. Like, I, I understand the allure of a J.J. Watt, but the signing of J.J. Watt at the price tag that he was, I don't think it's smart, especially given that the last one five year, years. It's one year. Who cares? It's a it's, lot the, of money. It's a lot of money that prevented them from doing any other free agent, like, yeah. real <sighs> flashes. And they got a guy who has been injured for well, five like years AJ in a row, basically. Green? You don't like AJ Green? Who's been oh, injured five years know, in a row? I got like, you. Yeah. I mean, I know you could have replaced their names. Yeah. I mean, it's just at this point in time, I think that the question mark with the Cardinals is essentially they're the same team that they were last year, which isn't bad. 
they weren't like we beat them with Teddy Bridgewater, right? Didn't we play them last year? We did that, right? Uh, what? Oh uh, yeah, Bridgewater. Yeah, Somebody yeah. wrote that to me is that we beat the Cardinals with Bridgewater. Don't worry about them. They said that in the chat. Post and they're that. essentially the same team that they were, except for they're without Hassan Reddick now. You can know, I say this? A- and can I say this? And I'm, I'm a fan of Kyler Murray. Kyler mm-hmm. Murray has to be, I think, better. I think Kyler Murray has like he has all the talent in the world, but apparently, like going down the middle deep is something that he hasn't been doing well. Um, so apparently, like all of his best passes come from outside the pocket, right? Kind of yeah. when he's on the move. Which, by the way, that makes see. sense. He yeah, when you're see, a shorter man. quarterback, like Russell Wilson does the same shit, you know. But uh, I, yeah, Rogers listen, I, I'm a fan. I just think that Kyler needs to step it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. I think he can. I just I think this is a big year for him, and so I that's not such as like I was I was thinking that with the Cardinals game, I was, but I just don't see any real implication as to. I feel like there's at least one, two, three, maybe six other better teams than the Cardinals that we're going to be facing this year. Wow! So wow! You know, you what are you talking about? Is, all right, how about this, CK? Is the Dolphins or the Cardinals more interesting to you? Dolphins are more interesting, personally. The like us playing them. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm not mad at that. I'm not like, mad Washington at that. football team or Cardinals. Uh Washington football team. Just mm, the, 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 that one. Just the just the the again the storyline aspect of it. Is is more because number one, you can sit there. Well, and look I at circled year, the but... wrong game clearly, guys. <laughs> but that, like, I, I just, I'm looking at these. Like, what is the most interesting game? Yeah, I think and, it's good points. I think you're making good points, man. You're like talking me. Uh, you're talking me into another game. Yeah, the Cardinals is just. It feels like it. I don't know. It's it's similar to the Eagles game for me, right? The Eagles game just feels like. It's another game, like, but every mm-hmm. a lot of these other were like the Patriots has implications. The Falcons, obviously, with the rivalry, the New York Jets with the Gettleman aspect of it. I mean, even the Vikings are a little more interesting to me because of the, the Stephen Weatherly resigning up there with them, and uh, and then obviously where did he go? Where did Weatherly go? Back to the Vikings. He went back to the Vikings. Yeah, man, but I, hate that. I don't even. And like by that, the way, uh, Switch ninety four had a good comment that I wanted to highlight. Panthers Cardinals starting to look familiar to Panthers Seahawks in the early Cam Rush years. This is our third straight year playing Kyler Murray, and we play them next year Ooh, too. What we a don't good have a quarterback man. to match it though. It's, it's, yeah, it's we Cam do. Rush, but it's just what we, we got. Now. Sam the bomb. <laughs> we have in the last two years. Sam so dies. That's Sammy Dine. Look, you can't hate on it until you see it yet. Well, the difference is that we didn't is, have one in the last two years. There's there's a slight difference there. Oh, a lot yeah, of those games right against that. Seattle were like low scoring. I think the ones oh, that we played man, against 15, the Cardinals. 15-12, That was crazy. Awesome. All of those games were like. They were the we worst were, games and the best games. And it was always like on a last minute, like a, somebody threw a touchdown at the beginning of the fourth quarter, and there's game over. Yeah, like somebody scored. Nobody else is gonna be able to score for the rest of the fucking game. Yep. Interesting. Interesting. There are a lot of cool games. All right. Uh, let's. Why don't we do this, guys? Uh, first of all, shame them, CK. Shame these mugs. We got 84 people watching. 
Thumbs up. My wife just peeked in the door. You all right, baby? She ain't all right, so shame them. I know the remote to the TV doesn't work, baby. Why have you not hit that like button yet? <laughs> hit that like button. Subscribe yeah. machine. Anyway, sorry, guys. Yeah, well like, done. You're, you're, you're the best, I think. That I is wonderful. I'm telling you, you guys got to hire this dude as a voice actor. <laughs> you're on your way to being a very special. Uh, so I guess the next part is to do this, is to get into the cat calls. Don't forget the cat calls are going to be sponsored tonight by, uh, or should I say, powered by Avolta, where if you live in North or South Carolina, and you're a homeowner, you can cut the damn cord with the electric company. Like you can get ahead, like you can pull the Elon Musk, you can pull all of this, this, and that. All you got to do is check out our man Kevin Brown at Avolta. He can help you own your own energy at a fixed rate for life with no money down. Contact Kevin Brown at 704. 704- Two one five three three seven three. Tell me, you're a Panthers fan. He's a Panthers fan. That's why he and we are uh, trying to further this message on this podcast. And now we're gonna go into the cat calls right there now, we go. where you can be a part of the show. Two five two 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 eight fifty ninety eight. See if I got the sound up here. One day I'll get better at this like production shit. No volume. Can y'all hear that? No nope. volume. No. Nope. Nope. That's your. I heard self. mine. For some I can't hear it. Anyway, good God, yeah. where is the Barely sound here. at tonight? No, it's coming out of my speakers somehow. Ugh. All right. So anyway, here let's just play the call. Maybe, maybe I can do that. Anyway, how about you guys throw some cover for me right now while I pull up this other program? I uh, <laughs> I can do that. So, uh, Greg, you were um, you know you were talking about that Texans game being a trap game. Mm-hmm. Uh, are there any other games you think that look like they uh, should be an automatic W for us? Like, what game do you feel most comfortable about on our schedule? Uh, I'll honestly, probably the Jets. To be truly honest with you, okay, yeah, I think yeah, they're probably the worst problem. team we're playing on our schedule. They're, they're, Ooh, they're I honest. don't know. I think I personally think the Eagles are the worst team. That's a that's a good point. The Eagles are an early bad one. Um, yeah, I think that either one of those could be a trap game as well. I think those are games we should win. You know, I think All those right, are games where Teddy Bridgewater you could have won. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. No sound effects. Hey, uh, who's that cat coming in the back room? Whatever. Here we go. <laughs> hey, guys. Scott from Winston-Salem. Uh, pretty good. Uh, avid listener hey, to Scott. the show. Yes, I'm part of the subscriber shame. Anyhow, <laughs> uh, so I listened to uh, last week's podcast. I'm actually I'm in the middle of it now uh, that you guys had talking about who can win the division. The way I see it is if uh, Tom Brady gets hurt, it's anybody's division including the Buccaneers. Who's the backup? Is it Jameis Winston? No. Taysom? I mean, who is All it? You. So as far as our offense goes, I still think we needed to tackle. I'm okay with going defense, but 
we needed a tackle. If we don't have a tackle, Sam Darnold's going to get crushed in the backfield. So as far as the pick with J.C. Horn, yeah, I watched him too. I watched his dad play too, and I thought he was pretty good. So, yeah, he he has the pedigree. But I don't know about going all defense like we did and trying to shore up too much. I mean, I know everybody's happy about the pick, so am I. Man, we need some offense. We need an offensive line. Some of these other teams are going to kill us, man. If, if you're looking at the uh, how much time you got in the pocket to throw, man, we're not even going to compare. I bet Sam Darnold gets about the same amount of time as Teddy Bridgewater did or Teddy Trashwater. So, I don't know. I mean, I, I see what you guys think, but I, I'm just of the opinion that before we can even be a really, really good football team, we got to have some offense. And you can't lay it all on Christian McCaffrey. You can't put it all on Sam Darnold's shoulders because he's trying to rebuild or whatever you want to call his career because it was trash when he was with the Jets. So, <clears throat> but here again, he didn't get no time to throw either. They didn't have an offensive line. I don't care how good you are. I don't care if you have every number one pick in the draft unless you get offense and the defense can't go. What's the defense going to do? They're going to run their butts off and be uh, get hurt. They're going to be uh, tired, and then it goes back to the same old thing. You're trying to sub out too many people. That's just – I don't know, man. I mean, I I know you guys like it, but I just I just think we need offensive tackles. And not just a left tackle, not a blindside tackle. We needed two good tackles. I mean, there's two edge rushers on both sides. <laughs> why, why, why do we always talk about the left tackle? So, I mean – Mind you guys do a good job, man. So I like the podcast, and eventually I'll get around to subscribing, so y'all can uh, <laughs> y'all can get me on that. Well, today's care, the week, like man. We played your call. Yeah, you anyway, man, good show, homie. and look forward to uh, next week's show. <laughs> See what's going on with that. So, How are you gonna know you about it if you work, don't subscribe? Man. Thank you for your call. Keep pounding. Keep pounding. You get that Stitcher, bro. You get that Stitcher, bro. Hey. Um, we're gonna. I'm gonna send it to him in his mailbox, like a pile of clothes that my wife spends a billion dollars. All right, um, just put us a cassette tape in the mail. Hey, can I comment um, on that one real quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 One went to Salem, awesome. I'm mean, we'll Walnut Cove. I'm right there. So what's up, man? And uh, two, I agree with what he's saying. We do need to and the to, popo to get, on the, the way to your line. house, I mean. <laughs> Not at me. That's my crib. Oh, that's oh, your house. Know. We should have known. He's uh, down there in Charlotte, bro. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> But no, I, I agree. We need to work on the offensive line. I disagree that we're putting everything on just Sam Darnold and Christian McCaffrey's shoulders. We've also got Robbie Anderson. We've got DJ Moore. They drafted that backup running back that I think, you know, seemed pretty legit from what I've seen. Chuba. Chuba. Yeah, I think we've got some pretty good offensive weapons. I don't think we're yeah. trying to put it all on one person's shoulders. And although our offensive line's not great, it's much better than the Jets was last year, and it's improving. Right. You know, he's right so. though. He's right. It's like no, he, if there yeah, is he, a criticism, yeah. mm-hmm. if there is a criticism about the Carolina draft, or even our draft history, honestly, um, for a while now, it's just a lack of him. Yeah, it's a lack of investment and mm-hmm. offensive line. And I don't even need it just to be a tackle. You know, it's just a lack of investment. And even if you think about it this year, you know, you're not investing in the offensive line until round three, right? Yeah. And um, so it's, it is it is a tough thing to talk about. Like, it's like, hmm. it's hard to love the J.C. Horn pick initially 
right. when we knew that that offensive line was such an importance. And then you see J.C. Horn and how great – ultimately, I would just say this, is that hope. I hope and I pray – look, Carolina's offensive line was better last year than we're almost accustomed to seeing. So if they can just step forward – you know, I don't think they were that trashy to start last year. If they can just get better, hopefully the Cam Irving, the F-line addition, the depth, this Chris, what's his name? Bradbury, Christian, whatever his name is, Christensen. Brady Christensen. Brady Christensen. I call him Brad, Bradbury Christensen. Uh, Bradbury Christensen. You know, I mean, hopefully they don't regress. That's what I'm saying is we're used to playing with a trash, trash line. But you're right, bro. Like, how, I mean, how can you argue with that call? Oh, yeah. Well, I yeah. mean, my thing is this, though. Like, one, okay, two different things. He said we need two tackles. Not two. Taylor Moten's a beast. I think Taylor Moten is one of, if not the best right tackles in the NFL. Number two, I think our offensive line, I think we have two surprises coming. I think Deontay Brown. Oh, the Deontay oh, in the sixth but, round. I think Deontay he, Brown is going him to look be a like monster he, guard. Dude, he looks like a ninja turtle, bro. Have he you seen? Round. He looks like the dude from um, the Mario Court. He looks like a ninja <laughs> the that's got the big shell. No, uh, no, 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 no. You're talking about a uh, Blastoise from Pokemon. That's what he looks like, dude. That's what he's built like. No, you're talking about Bowser. Yeah, he looks like Bowser. Yeah, he is built like Bowser a little. And then I think David Moore, um, he is a undrafted guy, and uh, he was incredible at the Senior Bowl, dominant on the offensive line. I think he'll probably fight his way into the rotation. And then look, like, you know, someone's going to have to step up at left tackle. Yes, we're going to hope that is Brady Christensen. If I had to guess, I would say that between him and Cam Irving are probably the starter. Uh, and they, there's going to be a battle for the left tackle position. People um, love Trent Scott, and he played well last year above his station, but not yeah, a dude we have to can see be ready We have to see it consistently. Yeah, I mean, some people really like him at left tackle. I want to see a little bit more. But then my thing is this, man, Sam Darnold. The caller said we like Sam Darnold. And then you have guys in our chat, like Sid Fish, just talking shit about Sam. My thing is this, man. We're not giving anyone their flowers before they earned them. True. Okay, no one. Like, all we're saying is from the start of this season where we are to where we were last season around this time, we have far more of a reason to be hopeful about Sam Darnold being a legitimate franchise quarterback than we did when Teddy Bridgewater was right. our quarterback. So when it came That's to all we're saying, and I want to say yeah. one final thing is that he has to prove it. Like no one's patting Sam sure. Darnold on the back. Sam Darnold has to go out there and he has to basically make good on the bet that Matt Rule and Scott Fitterer made on him to pass on Justin Fields, who was sitting right there ready for us to, to, to take him, for them to take Sam Darnold, like that is one hell of an endorsement right there. So the, the pressure is on him, and no one has anointed Sam Darnold jack shit. We're hopeful and, I would say, optimistic. 
But yeah, well, and this is the season for optimism. It's the season for optimism, right? This is the time we can be optimistic. This is like, what else do we want us to do? You want us to sit around and say that, like, we should quit the podcast because they did this? I think though that we and we I said this over and over when we signed Teddy Bridgewater and all of this is Teddy Bridgewater had a high floor and a low ceiling. Sam Darnold has a low floor and a high ceiling. You know, is that last year they played it safe and they went with a guy that was, you know, and then this year they rolled the dice a little bit. And if it works, it works. If it doesn't work, it doesn't. I mean, I won't say it doesn't work. I mean, there is a lot of risk with it. But at, at the same time, we truly believe that, or I don't know, I don't, I'm not trying to put words in y'all's mouth. Is that I just think is that if it does work, it could go farther. Imagine if we said this is that we have actually Teddy did the best he could last year. That was the best he could. Like, that was it. You got it. You saw it. You saw it, bro. You saw the best. Well, of what you saw the ceiling. Yeah, you saw the ceiling, but I think you saw it like everybody that had a concern about Teddy Bridgewater. Everything we feared about him was what we saw. Like, yeah. he didn't prove us wrong in any facet no. whatsoever. We said he's You're not, right. he's going to protect the ball, which there towards the end, he didn't. He was actually pretty garbage at getting the interceptions there uh, for at least a few games there towards the end. Um, I mean, you just saw a guy who we, we knew. Like, I remember when we first signed him, the, the question mark was, can he throw the ball down the field? Nope. Can he, and, and then I remember. And he never so, did. I remember the riot writing articles saying, here's the proof that he can throw it down the field. And they're doing the same stuff that people are doing for him after last year, which was showing the stats. And like, this is how he did with the completions beyond 10 yards. And I'm like, did you see how open the receivers were and how much they had to come back to the ball in order to be able to actually catch the ball? I mean, like those things were so frustrating to me. Um, So, I mean, we, we came into the season with low expectations (laughs) That we were hoping he would exceed, and he didn't, period. That's where it's funny is people act like we trashing Teddy. We're actually saying Teddy achieved his greatest moment last year. You know what I'm saying? It's it's almost like its own compliment. It's like, well, I mean, like, that's his greatest year, bro. Like, he did everything that he could. Not everything that he could, but, I mean, there was some... And fuck that dude. I don't even like him, man. And this I mean, whole sportsmanship just... of the world. This I'm so pissed. I'm still so pissed that we do this. Is that we make judgments on things in life. And once we make the judgment, and I look, I'm guilty of this. I'm guilty of it. So I'm like, look, I'm not trying to, you know, cut, 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 what pot, kettle, black, all that shit. But the point is, is that. We said this, it, like people believe that Cam was an egomaniac, bad teammate, you know, like narcissist dude. And once they form that opinion, it don't matter what happened afterwards. What's also interesting is everybody says Teddy Bridgewater is a good teammate. He got the sportsmanship of the world. Like, like it's like, oh, he's got a great character. He's got, he was the biggest fucking dick out of everybody. Mm-hmm. He got the burner accounts on Twitter. He got the this. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like so those, it's almost we made those stigmas or those monikers or those labels. And then we're just like, we believe it no matter what. The evidence 
does not suggest that. So Teddy Bridgewater had a career year last year. That's but also we're, we're not like we we literally know a guy in media who oh, basically who got in the yeah, argument. With yeah, him. man. Bridgewater's people contacted his publication and said, Hey, tell your man's to take that shit down. Like that's the definition of soft, bro. He's soft. And honestly, like Flaccid I wanted, Teddy. I wanted, like, look, if you listen to this podcast, you might think that I was just not down with Teddy from the start. And to be honest, I wasn't. But I was more than ready to change my mind if I needed my mind changed. And not only did he double down on the kind of player he was, to me, he showed me what kind of person he is. Like, if you're a quarterback, you have to have leadership material. And it, Teddy displayed none of it, dude. Mm-hmm. None of it. Until one says Teddy's a carrot. Teddy's a carrot. Yeah, I mean, he drives exactly. a minivan. Yeah. He drives this a dude said, uh, so Cephas, Cephas, go back and check out our last podcast. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, he said this. Teddy Bridgewater said, didn't practice two-minute drill. Silly shit. Right? Yeah, and look, go back and watch the podcast. We can do, we did 30 minutes on it. Yeah, but ultimately, this dude talks out both sides of his mouth all the time. He says this: "Is we didn't we didn't practice the two minute drill, but we did walkthroughs and practice it on Saturday. That was his next shit. Like he said this: he said we didn't do it, and then two minutes later, he said, well, we did do walkthroughs on Friday and reps on. He was like, but I wanted more reps. But the thing that it's it's so insane to me is like what I hear when I hear that is." Let's that's let's, the best. Put that back up, Cody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go, go ahead, CK. We'll talk about so, this comment in a second. It's so good. So, comment of the night. The thing that is interesting is right. Wh- what were some of his biggest struggles last year? No, I think I think his leadership ability was was well, one of his biggest. Struggles. I would say playing quarterback. Yeah, playing quarterback. Yeah. But the uh, reality is, two, he minute, had two minute, and I know where you're going. Two minute and, and uh, red, red zone. zone. Yeah, he threw how many red zone interceptions last year? I mean, the reality All is, he's talking about his worst qualities last year outside of not being able to throw the ball more than 15 yards down the field. He's talking about that as being Joe Brady's fault. Like, is that yeah. not just reminiscent of his post game press conference where he said, uh, they weren't getting the calls into me quick enough, so I yeah. had to do this and that and all this stuff. I mean, come on, bro. I mean, you're throwing a, a team under the bus because they said, hey, listen, we tried you out. We did. We gave you every opportunity. We gave you three receivers that were capable of so much more than you gave them. And we they saw the out. ceiling, hey. dude. We saw the ceiling. We, we saw it. Yeah, week two. Remember, I I was mad week two because he's walking out on the field. I think it was week two, maybe week one. He's walking on the field in a losing game, laughing, smiling. Yeah, I remember that. Smiling and laughing. Uh, I was like, oh, don't don't look into that. No, man, that's a character flaw. I don't want my quarterback smiling and laughing, walking on the field when he's losing. I want to be pissed that he's losing. You know how many times Cam Newton, people wanted to shit talk Cam Newton sitting on the sideline with his uh, rag over his head Mm -hmm. because he was mad that they were losing. Like, yeah. but I mean, he was the ultimate competitor. I don't want to see somebody who's just content with that shit. Right. You know, right. in hindsight, when you look back and you see the comments that he's made, I mean, it's just, I know this is, this wasn't, I guess we didn't start out this with the, the intention of it being a Teddy shit talk show, 
But I think since we missed that out on Thursday, I think it's only fair that we have a conversation about it. Well, you two especially. I mean, you two, they, me, me and Tony got our opportunity to shit on them. We, we, would, never hey. deny, we would never deny the two of you <laughs> your right to shit on Teddy Bridgewater. That's a problem. Yeah, I got no problem with that. I was doing it all year long, remember? I was, yeah. calling, him, I was calling him Kyle Allen, and people, yes. call, people called me crazy for it. And then it's yeah. all you did. You know what? He's he just like Kyle Allen. Everyone in our chat room that was here at that time deserves to give Bat Daddy an apology, man. Because I remember, Greg and he Sloan, said, if we finished five and eleven, like we did the same exact Greg, thing. Yes, Greg, <laughs> no, we had, we had, wasn't our record one worse. I, I, I think, say it might have been I, think I said six and ten was where we were gonna go. Yeah, no, but like uh, under Kyle Allen versus this, oh, like yeah. we finished ultimately Everybody the same exact season. About I'm like, oh, he's like greatest quarterback ever. No, dude, there was there was talking shit about my man Bat Daddy, and the Bat Daddy called it. Yeah. There was no difference between him and Kyle Allen, and everybody said that there was, and there mm. wasn't. I so, was defending I him. Was you guys remember after the Atlanta game? I was defending him. I wasn't like a big. I think we were still pretty critical of him, mm-hmm. but like after that Atlanta game, our offensive line was garbage, right? Yeah. Um, and so I was almost, uh, you know, one of those defenders who was saying like, oh, we can't blame this all on Teddy Bridgewater. Um, and, and you know, as the year went on, you start to like, like, man, I just maybe I was giving him too much credit. Like, our don't get me wrong. Our offensive line in that first Atlanta game was absolute trash. Right. Like, yeah. like it was. But the more I look at it, like, I'm almost wondering if that offensive line just was doing what they did on the longest yard and being like, I. Here, go take him. He's he's a Maybe. fucking douche. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we gotta and, move on. But before wait, we move on, I wanna I want I wanted to say one more thing, just to hammer right. it in that last bit of audio, which I'm not even gonna find it. Go look at our other show or find it online. But when Teddy Bridgewater is doing that uh that podcast, cross dressing. He literally talks out of both sides of his mouth. Dude, that's why this comment by Veo Thon is so awesome, dude. He said, I won't say that Teddy is a is bitch. Bitch made, but I'm I'm not that type of person person because he started off his whole conversation by saying, Look, I could be a guy who said we didn't have Christian. But I'm not that dude. You are that dude, bro. You just right. did. You just yeah. became that dude. Right. And then wants to yeah. throw. And then wants to throw Joe Brady That's a under great the comment. bus. Comment of the year, right now. Like, dude, it, it shows no accountability. It's hey, I have to look in the mirror first and foremost. You know, I, I put my big boy underwear on, and then you want to talk out the side of your mouth of, oh, we didn't have Christian. Oh, we didn't have this. Oh, we didn't you practice did. two minutes. By the way, I want to ask Greg and CK. Do you even believe that bullshit? No. Like, okay, that that the Panthers just straight up didn't practice red zone drills. No, no. I mean, maybe Teddy didn't. To be to be fair, he didn't say that they didn't. He just said they didn't practice enough. Is his issue right? Well, he said they didn't, and then he came back and said that they didn't practice enough. He started off by saying we didn't do two minutes. We didn't do red zone. And then the guys on the show went nuts. And then he circled back out the other side of his mouth and said they did Walters on Friday. They did Saturday practice, but it was like you said, CK, not enough reps. But again, and what I want to put out here is that in this like zero, zero con- uh, context, dude, they couldn't even practice without mass on last year. 
They had to wear the fucking rubber, the proximity bands from Amazon where it beeped every six feet that they were together. You're asking for a year in the most unprecedented time and you're being critical about like the amount of practice. We've seen training camp, homie. I've been to training camp. They barely fucking practice. They're so professional. They just say, run the route one time. I know it. Like, nah. good luck. If you don't got it, you're cut. They That's don't what you see at the training camp. No, but- they don't run it over and over. I'm telling you, at the pro level, they don't run it like you would, like we think. When we say, I'm going to go make my kid practice T-ball, and you say, we're going to go hit 100 ba- baseballs off. They got two hours mm-hmm. to prep that fucking game, bro. They ain't, like, out there just like, oh, do it again, do it again. It's not like well- that. The, the difference is when you get to that level, you shouldn't have to be taught how to run this route or this route or this route. What you've got to focus on is what this team does, what this play is, where you're supposed to be, more than how to run a seven-step. Which step, then you know. is walks through then, right? right? That's basically well, but it's everything. Not even through, it's, being on, it's being on the same play speed as mm-hmm. everyone else. So, right. yeah. That, it, yeah. You know. but, so that, that's what I'm saying. Like, it might – yeah, Tony, they, it's not full. They don't run contact. it a hundred times, bro. Right. I'm yeah. telling they, they you, they two hours, they two hours they, they on Friday. Two they hours, that's it. No, they don't they practice two hours, that's it. That's it, two hours. What I'm saying is this, though. What are you going to do like, in two hours? I couldn't even jerk off in two hours. For two plays, and then that's it for the red zone. Like they have so many different plays that you have to practice in the red zone that you have to be prepared for with situational football. If you don't if practice they have it, that many plays, Cody, how could it, they practice them in two hours? All right. So if you yeah. had 20 plays that you had to practice on Friday, how many and you only had two and a half hours to do it? How many times could you actually run the fucking play? Well, that's why your coaches have I to come think, up with I think you could run one play. With, 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 no, but no, that's why, that's why you're, they run it twice. They run it twice. They fucking say, you got it, no, and then they move on. That's why at on. the start of the week, before they know who they're going to play, the coaches come down with a game plan that they want to drill for and practice all week. So they will make sure that they get certain looks in in the red zone, back, back up to the goal line. They do all that kind of stuff. But they, they you can't just not practice the most important I'm not saying they don't practice. Well, I'm not saying they don't practice, but what I'm saying is when I think of the word practice and when they think of the word practice, they're two fucking different things. If I'm going to go practice hitting the baseball – or shooting the basketball, I'm going to go out in the driveway and shoot it a thousand times over the next two hours. That's not how they practice, bro. That's not how they practice. It's truly not. Is that they go out there and they say, all right, we got these 10 plays that we could run. We've got two and a half hours. We're going to run each one twice. You're, you're talking about two different things there, though, Tony, because you know what? They do go out on the jugs machine and catch 25, 35 balls with that run route just practicing catching. That's just like shooting a jump shot. There's a difference between going out and practicing a jump shot and practicing a basketball play. That's mm-hmm. the, there's a difference. You're right. Yeah, they're not going to run, the, not gonna run, not gonna run the play a hundred times. I think y'all overestimate how many times that they run a play. Well, how many? So how how long Teddy, do you think so it takes you to run Teddy's a play? Teddy's right. You think Teddy's right that like no. what you was talking about? No, was no, like no. That. I think that's exactly no. I don't think he's right. What I'm thinking is this: is that like it was COVID number one, so it was already slim, right? Everything is slimmed down. Period. Yeah. Because of COVID. And second is that, like, it's not high school football where we're going to keep you here after practice. We got, like, all of this shit. Sorry. So I do think they practice. Hey, the stream froze. 
I don't know why. Uh, it's back. Oh, it's back. It's back. It's back. It's back. It's yep. back. We're back. We're back. We're back. Yeah, yeah. All right. Let's go to the next call. Chat room. Let us know just... if we're back. Tell us something in the comments to let us know that uh, we're good to go. But yeah, I do see us. All right. Next call. Hey guys, it's Chuck from Elizabeth City. Just calling. Uh, being in soft season, a little slow. Uh, kind of a couple of takes. Number one, uh, just between you guys, I'll wait on mine. Uh, who do you think are going to be a surprise cut? There's always one every year. Uh, I know it's a little early for that to find out before we even get to training camp. Uh, and who do you think maybe will surprise you that maybe people don't think will make the roster? Just kind of putting it out there, get it fresh in our heads. And uh, I know everybody's going to be raging and talking right about Teddy Bridgewater and talking about he really didn't have a problem and he's moving on. But you can tell by the interview he had, he's definitely got an issue. And uh, kind of get your take on that, guys. Like I said, slow all season. Don't have much tonight. Just kind of want to put something out there. Keep pounding. That's a good question. Keep pounding. Tremendous question. Um, I don't know. Who do we see not making the – I'll tell you the one that scares me. And this is just from a, a – like a, I, I'm afraid that, the, that something that happened when Ron Rivera was here – is going to continue to happen here. And like, okay, we signed um, Pat Elfline. We signed some guys uh, that we're going to put in on the offensive line. Yeah. My fear is that we're not going to let lesser guys play, even if they're better, right? Like we might sign Pat Elfline, but then, uh, you know, we're not going to play somebody that like Deontay Brown who might deserve to be a starter, but we just don't play uh, play him because, because he wasn't age. paid to be the starter. So yeah, that, that kind of scares me a little bit. Um, and do you then think the, that is the case or do you think, cause I mean, just based on, I mean, we can, we can have that discussion, I think real briefly. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I don't know if there's enough evidence to really say so. Well, you got to keep in mind, like in, in is to, uh, Greg's not gonna. He might recall what he felt about when you know Matt Rule first came to the the team, where he said, uh, you know, I'm nobody is guaranteed starting. Like Christian McCaffrey, uh, we're gonna have to see what he does. And like, I don't think it's fair to anybody that I tell somebody that they're gonna be guaranteed playing, you know, over top of somebody else because I want to see them from with my own eyes. I want to see what they do. And so. Like that statement alone makes me believe if Matt Rule is going to be living in a world that isn't hypocritical, which he has teetered in gray area on, you know, his entire tenure here, um, then then he's going to give everybody the opportunity to be the starter, regardless. Yeah. The the only issue I have with that is while I, I get him he's saying that and the, the meaning he's trying to make, do you really, really believe that? Christian McCaffrey's starting spot is up for competition. That, no. That's the only thing. Like that, that's what I'm saying. So while you're saying the right thing, you're also kind of telling a lie that everybody can see through. But no, it's the you reality know? is is let's say let's say Christian McCaffrey came to camp. Like it, mm-hmm. it, it the reality is in that moment, like last year, let's say Christian McCaffrey showed up and he had done nothing. Like he didn't learn the playbook. He didn't try to make any effort. Like as a like, he just basically d- treated this like he was Kelvin Benjamin, right? Yeah. And and at that point in time, I think that it would be very possible that they would say, "All right, 
we're not we're not going to be playing you. Period. Okay. I see that. You yeah. know, you're 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 clearly but that's like the most impossible situation. But that's what I mean. Is, yeah. is is he is going to give people the proper? At least I'm hoping so. In a world where Matt Rule isn't going to eat his own words and have them thrown back and say, "Hey, listen, you know, obviously Brown was way better than than Elfline, but all of a sudden you're putting Elfline in there because of whatever his name is." In there because of his contract. If you got a life insurance policy, you a schmuck. Sorry. What? No, you. Oh, you read the chat. Um, my thing is, like, yeah, and that's what what I said. I I just don't want to see a guy like Deontay Brown get cut from us and then go on to be a starting guard somewhere else. You know, he's um, not gonna be cut. We ain't cutting no offensive linemen. We need to stockpile them. Like I need to stockpile. Like the, I don't know. It's gonna come. And, up the, and, and then the the last one that I would say, um, and I hope I'm hoping that it's not the case. Um, I, I think uh, uh, Zero Chill in the chat had a good one too. He said Reggie Bonifon. I would also say maybe Shy Smith could end up being the odd one out. I mean, I would like him to stay and be a really good receiver. For nah, us. man. Well, how about this? What if they cut Zilstra? Would Panther Nation podcast uh, like die? Yeah, they would freak out. But well, I think did you that's see they got Greg Hardy? You sent it to me. Yeah, they got Greg Hardy, and nobody yeah. even watched the video. Sammy. But he, here's the only thing. No, but it's on their Patreon though. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. Here's the, the only thing, one. Cody. Yeah. Go ahead, Greg. I say I agree with you that I want players to have better chances, and I don't want a guy like uh, you know just any of the ones you just named to not get any shot because you know of the contract they have. But the thing is, there's a reason that they didn't get drafted high, they didn't get signed. They're not big free agents and making that money. There's a reason for that. It's it's not always the case that they're not as good of players, but generally that's the case. I mean, it's just like when you go to a job. Just take my job for instance. You go take a test, you have the test scores, and then they take the people with the highest test scores, and those are the ones who get the first interviews. And everybody else gets an interview, but those are the ones who get the first interviews, the ones that are more than likely to get the job because they scored a higher test score. And that's what they've done, just like a player who's played better. They're gonna, they should get more. A player who's played better his whole career should get more of an opportunity than somebody who hasn't played well their whole career. I'm not saying they Ooh, shouldn't get an opportunity, but but you, you you're we uh the, the caller asked about players being cut, like what players were going to be cut, and and we went on to talk about players that we don't want to see what, be cut, but we want to see be given a bigger chance. Who would be cut? Cody had a few. We can't we Bonifon. can't cut a safety. No, yeah, we don't have any. Yeah, you 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 might you're going to run three running backs. Yeah. Right, they're actually this team looks like they're trying to keep as many people as they can. You might see somebody off the defensive line, cut. but my, my my only point is like, yes, they need to be given a chance, but they shouldn't be given as much of a chance as somebody who's proven it longer and worked harder to be the person who's getting that first that starting role. It's so you know? sad how much of a and this is where I go back to that practice thing and what my point about how. Like what when I hear the word practice in my head, it means something. And then when you see what pros do for practice, and I'm not saying they're not working hard. That's not what I'm yeah. saying. But like the actual practice time, this two hour period, we go to training camp. It's very sad, or it's tough to watch. Like, look, I followed Demir Bird, and he came on the podcast a lot. You know, what I mean, like this is like you're rooting for these guys on the bubble. 
and they have like one chance to prove it and that's and it then, like if, if like you know they yeah. just like even if you thought about last year when they were talking about who was a quarterback that could step in when teddy got and it, you know they give all those reps to the first team on that friday walkthrough mm-hmm. so imagine being pj walker and they tell you on saturday you got to start and he's just been watching yeah. Or running the well, I guess the, you would run on the defense team. You play the other side, right? And the, and that type of thing. So it's so so difficult to watch, and such a difficult, you know. And if you're on the bubble, baby, God bless you. It's a tough life. All right, next mm-hmm. call. Was handing, was handing. It's your boy QT Zero over here in Cali. Sorry, my motherfucking seatbelt be trying to scream at me all the time. Motherfucking um. <laughs> We making the playoffs this year, fam. Like, oh my motherfucking mama, brother. Hey, Packers ain't we ain't gotta worry about the Packers. That was like my only like oh yeah, you know what I mean? Packers could probably, you know, beat us out in or, or you know what I'm saying, somebody else that's in the fuck you know what I mean? Like Chicago do some crazy shit or some type of crazy shit or you know, or do I really don't see more than six NFC motherfucking teams having better records than us, bro. Like straight the fuck up. It's about to go down, fam. Wow. Like I like your y'all, confidence, y'all need this, You know what I mean? Like I'm optimistic bro. right now. It's Kanye a season said you can of never optimism smell the, right You now. can't ever smell the. You can't ever smell the flowers. Well, you can still get them. You know what I mean? Like it, <laughs> no, I, I, I don't I'm, get I'm it. I don't get it at all. <laughs> No, no, no Hold Green on. Bay in can the we way. We're getting in the fucking playoffs. Hold on. Hold and on. you add a motherfucker that can't ever smell the, you can't ever smell the flowers while well, you can still get them. You know what I mean? Like, it, I, I, I'm, yeah, I'm looking at this bro. shit with motherfucking with optimism. <laughs> no, no, no Green Bay in the way. We're getting in I the fucking you, playoffs. Dog. And you add a motherfucker to Sean Watson to this, and we got two fucking quarterbacks in this bitch. Like, they've been, Dude, I've been hearing from the grapevine, but it's that. Super Bowl time. You know what I mean? I know I'm a homer and everything. It's okay. It's okay. But I like I just like say, like I'm saying, I'm optimistic and even with just even with, with just Samuel uh, uh, fucking um the homeboy Darnold, all right. We making the playoffs, guys. You know, this so let's just let's just let's just handle this season right, get the good start and play conservatively through the end and just make sure we get to this motherfucking playoffs. If we can maybe beat the Bucks. Fuck it. Have a good position in the playoffs. But regardless, we just need to get in there first and then work from there. You know what I'm saying? Figure out who that opponent is and get to the motherfucking next level. So QTL, you know what I'm saying, here in California, I'm going to be on this road for a minute. Listen to y'all. Have great shows. Thank you. Keep that shit up. Keep posting more shows. Don't just do this shit Tuesday, man. Fucking, you know what I'm saying? Put My that man, shit out look, there, I love this. Dude. All right, y'all. I love <laughs> QT Zero. You great. And this is the best. Good to us, bro. Like, Straight the fuck up. It's about to go down, fam. Like, y'all y'all need to, you know what I mean? Like, bruh, Kanye said you can never smell the, you can't ever smell the, you can't ever smell the flowers while you can still get them, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 I feel him. I, I, Is that a real line? I, I don't know. And fuck it, Kanye. It's, it's, it's awesome. I love you, bro. I love you, man. That. Dude, like, that's that my is. new joint. You can't ever smell the flowers before you can get them. 
And by the way, man, we're we're live. Well, before on, you uh, get them, maybe that's what it is. Before you get them, it's like you listen, can't ever smell the flies before you get them. Like somebody's got to give them to you. If if uh, if if the YouTube stream is messing up, we're on Facebook and uh, uh, Periscope, Periscope too. Uh, it's also all the, it's all the Twitter. YouTube. It's all the YouTube. It's not just is us, it, but yeah, it's mm. uh, and YouTube everybody. never fucks up. Could be the end of the world. Could be that who hacked the colonial joint? He said that's the a Matt Miller pipeline. Huh? The who hacked the colonial pipeline? Dark something or whatever. The the people that caused the gas shortages and shit. I don't know who did it. Y'all don't even know about this. Like this is I a know hacker. About it, I, just... I was like, like there was a hacker group that was the reason that that pipeline shut down, and they got paid yeah, the ninety that. million, whatever. Anyway, these guys are fucking with YouTube. That was all I was trying to get to. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, hey. Right. I'm not mad at. Uh, yo, yo. They paid them. They said, you know, I saw one article that said they only paid five million, but you know that's bullshit. I saw another article that. Like they tracked down the their Bitcoin wallets, you know what I'm saying? Like somehow oh, they shit. found, and then it had like ninety million in, it and they emptied it out, and there was only five million left. So who knows, man? I'm telling you, you y'all bitches were crazy as fuck lining up in them gas lines when you had three quarters of a tank. Yeah, mugs. Right. I'm being on E. We could have used you to just stay at home. Anyway, all right, let's go to the next goal. Yo, yo, by the way, QT He's back. Uh, I'm going to be up at the A1 position of 530, 39. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to be wiggling around, too, so I hope y'all be over there by them, by them bar areas. I haven't been by the bank yet. You know, like I'm saying, I'm a California boy. Go to every single California game. You know, really, I just I got this money, like, right already in SeatGeek because uh, of the San Diego game. My man's going to the Patriots game. I'm going to be in there like swimwear in the motherfucking New England game and hopefully motherfucking uh, Mac Jones ain't the goddamn quarterback. I know, see you, right. Regardless, (laughs) we winning. That's all that matters. And, uh, (laughs) but I'm going to be out there, fam. And uh, I I do have an apology to give to Cody because I said, I said I had beef with him over the Herney thing. So I'll be be apologizing first. It's okay, Cody. No, you ain't gotta worry about me when you see me, G. <laughs> nah, but I know you won't be able to make it up to the five hundred, but I try and swindle down by y'all and people tell me to buy y'all drinks, fucking. I'm gonna be at that game, I'm gonna be out there solo. We got My we got to turn up after the game too. We gotta bring, we gotta figure out a situation with like all the big cat all, we gotta hit the strip club or something, you know what I mean? Like we gotta go turn up after oh, the game. Oh, QT, you'll love Saturday, this. Cause I'm gonna be out there Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. My first time out there in Charlotte, you know, any motherfuckers gonna have to show me around. You can right, go, y'all. you can go, QT. You can bring your tickets to, um, at least this is how it's always been in the past, right? So, I mean, I don't know if things have changed since the COVID, but you could go to what's the strip club name in Charlotte, Cody? The the big one. The, oh, why are you asking me like I know, man. Because you I live there. You, you live in Charlotte. You know hey, mean? bro, I'm just a good Christian. Something gold. Boy, man. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm dog. just a good Christian. Hey, I'm just a good Christian boy, man. Dude, Don't they, if, hey, I if hear you no evil. Speak your, no evil, man. If you bring your ticket stub on Sunday, you get in for free. And they have this bomb ass. I know it's weird as fuck, folks, but it's good. They run, they have a 
breakfast buffet. Or they used to. Man, COVID oh. killed all of this. They had a breakfast buffet, bro. You could go up in there. You go to the strip club in Charlotte. You go go to the bars. And then afterwards, you hit the strip club. And they have this, like, you get hash, you get eggs, you get bacon. And mugs are eating. <laughs> and it's funny. It's funny. You see a bunch of homeboys. You know, you see tough motherfuckers. They have titties around, and they just eat. <laughs> eat these eggs. They eat these grits. Hey, it's hey, it's hey, Tony, so funny. And I you, was like this. I was like, maybe. <laughs> Tony, you need, to, uh, you need to end that statement with, I heard. It's Uptown Cabaret. <laughs> yeah. I heard. Yeah, nah, you, I was there, heard. bro. I was you there. Heard it, I, I was a witness. I mean, nah. I'm yeah, a your mom had to be up in this chat and like. <laughs> man, I'm a grown man. She ain't up in here, is she? You better say. <laughs> Tony, you better start with them five Hail Marys. I know. See, the fuck, you know what? That's a good thing. Catholics can be forgiven, I mean, uh, 252-228-5098. <laughs> Hey guys, it's Joey. I haven't called in a while. I just Joey. haven't had much to say, but man, I'm so excited for this season. Man, I'm really excited for it. I was kind of excited for last year just to give me something to do, but because, you know, sitting in the house is brutal with no Panthers football. But then again, last year, you know what I waited for? The post-game show, dude. Because, uh, yeah, some of them games were brutal. And all I wanted to do was, like, I know we're going to get our ass whooped. Just let's get through to the post-game. Huh. So, um, I know the feeling, bro. Make all sorts of, you know, insane suggestions about the women in these coaches and referees' lives and whatnot. But anyway... Yeah, I'm already thinking about what games I'm going to. I want to go to week one. I want to go to week one, even though it's always hot as balls. Uh, no, yeah. It, it, it's ridiculous, but I don't It's worse, it. man, bro. We can't go I mean, to week I'm one. I'm probably going to be freaking it's awful. red, have a redneck. I don't care because I want to <laughs> go for that game when Sam Darnold treats that team that, like, it would be a good game to be at, but it's going to be hot like as a fuck, bro. Killer or something. I mean, he, he, he was shooting so bad. And then uh, a friend of ours, his most hated team is the Saints. He wants to go to that one. I'm going back to the stadium for that one, dude. Two. Whoa. Two games in a row. I've always wanted to do that. And I think I'm going to go to that Washington game, football I'm probably going to go to an away game this year, so. Anyway, guys, not much to talk about news-wise, although, you know, it's typical of this time of year. Anyway, guys, oh god, he made he he drew that one out a while, bro. He's right, man. Those early week games, so hot. They're awful. And speaking, I remember you went to that Rams one. Dude, we I went to the worst one I've ever been. Well, actually, there was two that were fucking the most miserable kind of experiences in a one in a good way, in a bad way. 
One was uh, the Giants came here and we beat the fuck out of them. I mean, we had like five picks. We pummeled Eli Manning. And it was uh, 100 degrees out. And for some dumb fucking reason, I mean, we're sitting upper deck in the poor people seat, you know, that kind of thing. Upper decker, bro. And some dumb reason, they had the fucking lights on. Like they turned like the host, the lights on the stadium, and it was just putting out more and more ambient heat or whatever the term is. It was the fucking worst. We had to, we actually switched, like, because in the upper deck, they usually don't care after quarter one or two. You know, there's a certain point where they don't care about your tickets anymore. And we were like, our friends were flagging us down. We we're like, we gotta come, bro. We're sitting under these lights. It's so hot. But the other time that was miserable as fuck. And I'm pretty sure we had like one or two of us that had alcohol poison, which is that I took my brother. Like, this is when that when I learned about that uptown cabaret buffet. Because <laughs> we went for a bachelor party. In fact, we started in Greensboro. We did two nights in Greensboro. It was a great town. Then we went to, I mean, like it was their downtown is beautiful, man. I love Gorgeous. Charlotte. So, and then we went to Charlotte for two, but then we went for Charlotte, and then we, so we had stayed up basically till five o'clock, and then we went to that Houston. It was a Houston game, and I'm telling you, bro, you saw cats that have been drinking like for four days straight, and those mugs <laughs> got fucking pummeled by hey, the sun. Dude. Everybody was just hey. water, 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 hey, like we can't. Hey. Why are y'all talking about that? Go on this very YouTube channel and go uh, last year. <laughs> Dude, y'all not. I know Sisuke knows. No, it was two years ago. Two years, I remember. Was it two years ago? It was two years. Oh, you were like a lobster. Homie. Dude, I was fucking radioactive, bro. Like my <laughs> and it's because they put the, the, the handicap seats right in the fucking sun. Yeah, what another have, dick so, move. Yeah, where they are. You have no respite from the sun, man. If you're <laughs> if you're out in it, like you have to make <laughs> go back. We were you were you were fucking a lobster, homie. That was so funny. But you want you want to know what's the truth? That's sad and also a little bit of embarrassing. Like my skin is just naturally kind of sensitive. So like over my years, I've kind of grown accustomed to like not feeling pain when I do get the sunburn. So like a lot of times. I'll end up getting a. You were just miserable, fucking. You didn't know it. But not until fucking way later. But yeah, until you saw yourself. How about that? It was like one of those (laughs) things. It's like, have you ever seen a kid that gets hurt? So with my with my kids, like if they fall and scrape their knee or something like this, you say, "Get up, you're right." Like the whole goal is to talk them out of being hurt. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, but no, but like once they see it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Then they're yeah, like, then they're oh! and it was like, so you were fine, Cody, until we did the podcast and you saw your own face and well, you were like, I came home Holy and fuck, I am my, burnt as shit. My, my sister was visiting, and I as soon as I got to the driveway, like my Cody's sister was good looking, by the way. My sister was on the porch, and the first <laughs> thing she does is look at me and go. Oh my god, what happened to you? <laughs> and I'm like, gee, really? Thanks. Yeah, I was really welcome back from Georgia, bro. motherfucker. 
I was radioactive. Um, yeah, you were, dude. It was crazy. It was radioactive. Well, I'll tell, tell you the only thing that might be that, that not even might be because that sun's probably worse is whenever it's pouring down rain. I don't know if you've been to a game, it's pouring down rain. I have. And, but if the mm. game's good, it's worth it because I went to that Indianapolis game a few years I was ago. There too. Over time. Holy crap. That, that might be the best game I've ever been to. And damn, did it rain. Yeah, it did. <laughs> I was there too, my dude. Yeah. Yeah, that was a great game, man. That was what, the 2015 season. That? that was 2015. Was, oh, season. that was when we came back. That was a was that a we night? Were, no, we were that up was, yeah, we were up, up, and we let them come yeah, back. Right. Yeah, and then we beat them in overtime. I think it was on like two plays too, wasn't it? Overtime? It, was, it wasn't uh, yeah, a, yeah. it was a day game or a night game. It, it was, was a night game. game. It was a Monday night football game. I remember yeah. it was a night game. Yeah, I, yeah, I remember uh, when and I wasn't there. Thank God. But one of the best Panther games I ever saw. Was a rainstorm. It was against the Saints, and this was 2013 when we went 12 and four or something mm-hmm. like. You know, I mean, like we came out of nowhere, and Ron Rivera punts the ball with under two minutes, and we go three and out, and we get it back, and then Cam comes down and score. You know, what I mean, it was like, but it was the there's these epic pictures of these fans sitting right <sighs> under the deck above them and it is just fucking poor like these poor <laughs> folks are getting poured on and they're just so god bless you guys that do that all right let's go to the next goal hey guys it's joey i was gonna do my own impression of the subscriber shame are you guys ready all right let's yeah, let's yeah. Do it. no i don't care because i'm gonna do it anyway <laughs> Whoever has not hit the like button shall be damned for eternity. They shall depart this earth by being eaten by a rabid falcon. And as they depart, they will do so in some sub sub subscriber shame. All right. Wow, wow, wow. Nice try. I would say that you got to leave the Falcon out of uh, Panther subscriber <laughs> shame. Personally, is my, my advice. Um, By the way, I don't think anyone can see the stream right now. Uh, I keep on refreshing and it don't pop up for me. Um, I just X out of it. But every time I go back, it plays for a minute and then it stops. Yeah, YouTube's kind of. Super messed up, but are you checking Twitter or anything like that? I mean, I'm on YouTube now. Right, so, well, you know what? It's, it's we're crazy, almost yeah. done. We're almost done. So, you know what? We're gonna keep talking because yeah. we're gonna record it, finish it for the vlog. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but what the fuck are you interested in aliens about? Like, come on, tell me why I should be interested in aliens because they're real, because they exist, bro. Yeah. Why? Right. What? Well, what? Well, like the first of all, the alien genre is too big. It's like, is there any What's life out there? Yeah, of course. There's a maybe there's a bacteria or a piece of mold somewhere. So there are you is saying, intelligent life that exists. Are you saying more, that more advanced than humans? Yes, we have the spaceships here um, on Earth. There's documentaries about it. Yeah, 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 right, so, uh, it's also it's, well, it's also our government has now come out and they mm-hmm. are unclassifying all this information basically saying yeah these are ufos 
and, and like they're unidentified or uh, UAP, unidentified aerial phenomena is mm -hmm. how they're now how they're now referred to as. And yeah, absolutely, man. Like this is what hasn't dawned on people. Like if if this is true, if these are aliens that are actually coming to Earth, man, that means that there are technologies so advanced that the vast distances between stars isn't anything to them. Like they have gravitational technologies that allow them to zip around the universe. Like the only reason I want to talk about this is because, okay, obviously I love this kind of shit since I was a kid, right? Like sci-fi and all this stuff. But I think like we don't think about our place in the universe and like how small we are. And we really are a collective. Like we have so many different issues and so many different things going on and, and things that separate us. But I, I think there was a president. I know I've seen this on Joe Rogan's podcast. There was a, a president. It might have even been Kennedy who was like, you know, how quickly we would all come together and forget all of our petty earth bullshit if we had to defend ourselves against something that came from off of this world. Like, I, I just I, I think it's crazy that our government is just now like setting these things out and unleashing all of this information and just now letting out like the full dirt of all they've known for years. And they're not done releasing stuff. Mm -hmm. And you have tell to me what they've released. People. Tell me what they released. Tell me. Tell me something. They've released a lot of videos. Surprise, man. Yeah. Surprise, man. I'm a fire. Hey, I'm a pull. Look. Something Here's my that thing. I would be interested in other than that uh, that uh, Blue Angel video where these guys were like, oh, look at this shit, just skimming across, skimming across. I, like, it looked like, tell me something that should make me give a fuck about this. But I got a Netflix series you should watch, Tony, and it's a guy <laughs> who used to work in Area 51, and he goes through and explains everything about what he used to do, explains the shit. What was the coolest technology. thing he said, though? What, like, what was the coolest thing that you would be like, Tony, these motherfuckers got... The, like, like what was one thing... Was that, that they didn't have controls in the ship. They controlled it somehow other than physically controlling it. That was that was the coolest thing I heard. So uh, we, we have stand. a ship. Oh yeah, multiple no ships and bodies <laughs> and no alien. No, we have, so we have no alien, no yeah. ship. No, oh, there's we have the alien and bodies. Yeah, yeah, they have the bodies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. You're there, there is people going to hate me for that. Cool, and we caught him. We caught them. Multiple uh, people are going to hate me for this, but there is thousands times more evidence that aliens exist than any form of religion ever. I'm sorry, but there is. Yeah. I'm sorry, but there We're is. So, that you know. statement, I'm like, I need to revisit. He's the saying statement. that there's more tangible evidence for extraterrestrials than there is any like um like credence to anything any, any like deity, God yeah. or anything. Not, the, I mean, like I'm not holy books you on being, that. Being the holy, all the religions we get to just say it's about faith. <laughs> like, that's not that's like like point, don't yeah. see it. It's just like you got to believe. <laughs> like, I'm. Then, I'm I subscribe to the uh, the principle that aliens are the the I guess divine creature that we've defined as God. Um, yeah, in our what? in our in yes. our uh, yeah. Why do you why do you think ancient why do you think ancient Egypt like Egyptians used to pray to numbers of gods? Do you think the Egyptians really built the pyramids as precise as they did by themselves? We can't even do that now. 
Also, the oh come on, Greg, come on, oh Greg, no, but Tony, look, dude, this they say they fucking use the measuring tool, and they were good at mathematics. What? But how do you get a rock that big up that high? And how how do you make it so that way? Whenever you you can be underneath ground under the pyramids and look up through a tube and see see certain stars. Like, like I'm telling you, there's too much stuff to it. That how about this? And what kind of dumbass? Are you trying to tell me that these aliens are so smart they can do all this, but they come here and build these fucking pyramids and they leave us alone? Maybe. Come on, what kind yeah, of dumbass would they build us? Nah, man, nah. What's funny? No, in in Star Trek, there's this idea called the Prime Directive, mm. and basically it's like a futuristic Earth, and and their timeline. They're not allowed to go to under-evolved planets because then it would like fuck with the evolution of that race. And you know, you're not allowed, you're not allowed to mess. Well, okay, I, I think that's why they, they they come here, but they're not like landing on the lawn of the. They White give House you the tip of their dick out. and then they walk away and be like, "Oh, here, you got a taste of it. Now go the fuck on." Now come on. Time, but Dude, the no, pyramids but you're are too much of a cynic, bro. Out of all the billions of stars in our galaxy, you're gonna tell me that that you believe we're alone in the universe? No, don't believe that. What I believe this is, I would believe that there's a like so, like I'm, I'll be like, all right, well maybe there's some mold, maybe there's a fucking. But like you're trying to tell me this. So you don't we believe look, we look all over the universe. There. We can't find a motherfucking bit of water. Tony, and you guys are over there going, oh, well, yeah, there's hey, this fucking Tony. advanced civilization right now. My point is just this. Show me a fucking piece of mold. Here you go. Somewhere. You go. And I'll start to, to be a little closer to believing. Watch this. And then tell me that you don't, there's no evidence. And this is one that uh, Joe Rogan even had on his show. Mm-hmm. Yep. This yeah. Bob Lazar. Yep. Um, but here's, here's the thing, Tony. Like, our ability and what we perceive of the universe is so minuscule into mm-hmm. what, like, we can all agree right. right now the universe is infinite, right? At yeah. Least I mean, our, I mean, our, at least for what our minds can comprehend. We theorize that yeah. it's infinite. It's infinite. Yeah. That means if we're this small, there is infinite earths out there as well like you've got to think about that like it's the the reality is there are other intelligent life and beings out there and the idea is that we're a pretty new planet yeah like we're pretty new in the grand scheme of the solar system we got the best jizz jizz in the world like like how is there so there is more life in one scoop of dirt in the earth on the earth than there is in the next 27,000 galaxies you don't know yeah. that like, what, are you ba- what are you basing that off of what's the number no, 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 but there's more you. life in a scoop of dirt than anything no. that how we've do you seen how do you, how do you know show that? me water how about this I will believe in your fucking flying aliens and your this and that when you show me some goddamn water on there's another water they, 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 they found water, water on the moon, on the moon last moon. year. Yeah. There's water in that, the uh there's water on a moon uh around Jupiter. 
but you've also got to think about it, Tony. You're Europa? talking about just our solar system. There's multiple solar yeah, systems in multiple worlds. Yeah, yeah, no. I, mean, I want you to show me one. This is all I want you to do is show me one fucking germ. And I'm not saying that it doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. I will be more interested in these fucking aliens when I see a fucking COVID virus floating around you, you know, and like, give me something like, I'm not talking about a complex animal. Like when, when you talk about humans and thinking and right, like, like those are the most, they're very advanced life forms. Ultimately, like germs are the most minuscule or whatever. You like, you pick a fungus, pick a wait, single wait, cell organism. Show me a mushroom. What I'm just saying is this, is you guys are hypothesizing or it's saying that I should believe in the most advanced forms of life. And these motherfuckers, what, they ain't got no sheep or something? Like, like give me something a little, and that's what I need to see. Why would they want to? Why would they want to? Why would they want to? Like, because they got to. Because to be a fucking organic life, you have to have other organic life. I got another one for you there. I got another one for you there. While he's but like the, microbes. The, the thing is this, Tony. There are other okay. We're releasing right. a, a satellite. I want to see multiple of it. Like I said, I can dig a you're, you're, you keep, uh, like you keep a, moving the goalpost. Yeah, no, no, but look, look, is that look? That's helpful. The idea that there could be a microbe somewhere living is helpful in moving the goalpost to you guys. But there is so much life. On Earth, it's like ridiculous how much so, life there is. So, what is your, what is your, I guess, uh, not not argument? Like, what is your your thought process with what you're thinking? Do you think that intelligent life just doesn't exist in the universe outside? No, I just don't have a reason to believe it. Not you, saying it doesn't exist. It's so like I don't do have any evidence that really, is, truly, like. So what's what's that documentary? Right, but, hold on. But, but, but tell me, but whenever, okay, whenever there's videos and it's our own military saying, we have seen these craft, they operate uh, uh, outside of our laws of physics and thermodynamics. They, we see them doing this stuff and we don't know what the fuck it is. What, what do you think that, that could be? What's more plausible? Than than aliens, a meteorite. No, a meteorite doesn't fly around. <laughs> Why do you believe that? Why do you want to believe a meteorite is more likely doing that than an alien? I don't want to believe it. What I'm saying it is, this, like is I have zero reason to believe. But we're giving like, you evidence I, right here. No, you're not. You said there's a video, and all I saw was this flying dot. That's Tony all I saw. Me, it was like a dot. To watch, like watch the here. documentary. Promise you'll be there. I'm not opposed to believing in it. I'm not opposed. It's not like I don't think it could be. But like, I mean, don't sell I mean, me fucking uh, beachside property in Florida. You know what I mean? Like, I need more, bro. Like, you're trying to tell me that these mothers can come and take over our body, this and that, and this and that. Come on. Like, I mean, here's and, the thing. I mean, my book. Okay. Here's the thing is you're and I like I understand your mindset because mm -hmm. I think if you're, you know, and and I don't know, I, I think a lot of people can probably relate to this. But, you know, if you have you know, if you believe that God doesn't exist, right, 
you see that the exact same way. Like, I don't see proof of, of anything right. that doesn't, there right. is nothing that I can quantify outside of documents that are written by people that could very well be fables, right? That's really what right. it could be. It could be fiction. It could be all of this. Exactly. Right? There's Good not point. that, but to be fair, that's anything in history, right? Everything in history could have been just made up. What you can't make up is the consistencies across cultures that have never had contact with one another that have had the exact same style of gods and the exact same style of sacrificing and the exact same style of pyramids and on the exact same coordinates. If you look at the latitude, they're almost identical. Like, I mean, there's so much evidence that is showing that like, listen, there was more intelligent life than what we have seen, you know, be in our history. That is beyond. Do you believe in ghosts? Do you believe in ghosts? I believe in energy. I believe that there is other dimensions. <laughs> I yeah. believe in energy. I do too. Well, but but your ghosts and aliens answer. are two that's different a good things, answer. But God, geez, I believe in energy. <laughs> Tell me, bad daddy, do you believe in ghosts? <sighs> no. Why not? Why not? I mean, there's fucking all of this proof. I mean, there are all of these videos. There are all of this shit I've never seen that you just now, gave you, me. I'd be willing to look at some, but I've never seen. Let's proof lo- what, let's watch a ghost Netflix documentary. I'm sure there's one. <laughs> but, do, but here's is the there thing: physical even, evidence of them, though. Even here's the thing: you got to keep in mind too. We are so under like underdeveloped as a as a like a species if you look at it yeah like the, there has there My has been hold on. developed bro hold on there is <laughs> there has been proof that there are other dimensions that exist right they have proof okay. and the scientific community has come out and agreed like, that. What, what kind of dimension like just there's something they call the dark dimension like it's the opposite of the what dimension that, that it's, it's pretty vague they don't have a lot of information but they've proven that it exists by doing certain tests anyway um, but what I mean by that is, like, we are a third dimensional being, right? Yes. The existence of fourth dimension and the fifth dimension is not debatable. It exists. So the idea right. of ghosts, well, isn't that then you're just saying you believe in God? Then no, no, it, that's what I'm saying. I, I do. Yeah. I I believe that we were no, not. But just like, here. isn't that is like it's like something we can't comprehend? Yeah, me. Well, I, I, I think what CK is saying is that a lot of these things are starting to kind of connect and come together. And like, yeah, on, on the higher dimensions of existence that we are not uh, evolved enough to access, there are beings and things that live there. Everything from aliens to what you might call ghosts, maybe to what you <laughs> might call angels. Like, hey, uh, man. Yeah, I mean, even, that's, even that's, magic. that's a fair point. Uh, my friend even said this. Uh, even magic. What is it? Magic hey, science? Hey, we don't yeah, understand. Man, right? dude, Here's the reason yeah. I I believe these are terms we use for things this that is, we don't understand. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Aliens, That's magic. God. God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What I look at is you look at what people say about God. He exists outside of time and space. Right. Well, guess what? We experience time. What we experience as time is not relevant to the fourth dimension. It's not. Right. It, it might not even be relevant. It might not even be relevant to another species in our galaxy. To be honest with you, no. What I'm saying is because it's a day no, or an hour for us doesn't mean that if it's Disney an alien bus. race that it's a day or an hour for them. Well, know? and we know, well, and we, years. well, and we know that time is relative. People mm. on spaceships are like on on the shuttle moving away from Earth. They're experiencing the time a little bit faster so and it's not it's minuscule but it is it's something that they were able to record with the kelly astronauts 
<laughs> so um, my friend asked me this once. He said, uh, do you believe in... And I asked the same question to you guys tonight. He said, do you believe in ghosts? And I said, fuck no, I don't believe in no ghosts. <laughs> you know what I mean? I like played yeah. that. But it was like, no, nah, I don't believe in no ghosts. He's like, he said, why? He's like, I ain't seen one. And uh, and he was like, oh, it's just seeing... And I was like, no, nah, I, was, I wasn't saying I ain't seen one. But like, if ghosts are that common and real... Like, I would know more than just, you know, like, maybe I wouldn't have seen one, but I knew my cousin who saw one. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, we we only have four stories to go on. Anyway. Uh, I I think it's fair. Look, you're allowed to say that you don't believe that it's aliens. And I'm allowed to say that... I don't Fine. believe that this isn't you. How about that? I'm entirely sure that you've been fooling us. You're trying to trick us. You are Stop with this nonsense. And by the way, this is the to, best comment. This dude, that fuck you. Tepper's bass, brass balls. Yeah, it's fuck you. ATH. Like, this shit was so funny. I showed my wife this and she laughed. She said, All right, hold on. But I want I want you to tell me that story. But before I, you say, so I said, no, nah, I don't believe this. I ain't seen this shit. I ain't seen this shit. You know what I'm saying? He said, well, have you ever been to China? I was like, no, nah, I ain't been to China. He said, hey, do you believe in China? I said, fuck no. Nah. <laughs> uh, anyway. Greg, tell me that this doesn't look like Tony's doppelganger. Stop it. Stop. <laughs> Tony, please dye your hair blonde. <laughs> Why? Bro, you yeah. need to get some eyes. Yeah, like like gray. Just Look straight up this. white, bro. <laughs> well, you know. Yes, dude. How about this? Is that comment? All right. So tell us real quick, Cody. What were you saying about? Like, if you get your news from the like, so this post was so funny. So if you see the re- you can see in Cody's screen right now, you can see my reply. So he said this: What self-respecting man gets his opinions or news updates from the view and then this dickhead <laughs> tempers brass balls put this picture up and i said yeah it was so funny i was laughing my ass off. okay but what the fuck were you talking about on the view with this news like what what were you into? No, like, dude, who, dude, every once in a while the view i get is... my news from there look no my, bro- me and my why? brother my brother why? and i why? Well, that, 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 that explains a lot to me, man. You and this guy. Are oh, I got my alien news from that shit. No, you uh, didn't. No, you didn't. And you know what? <laughs> I, that wouldn't surprise me. In fact, if that is where you got your alien news, but hey, you're not. You don't have to believe in aliens. Um, I don't believe that this isn't you or your family member, and that's okay, man. You know, I'm allowed to believe dude, that. I mean, and, he's my brother, bro. This dude, yeah. I will fight for this dude. Yeah, I will fight hey. for him. You want to fuck with him, man? Y'all better be watching your mouths about my brother, the laundry <laughs> yeah. man. Dude, do we no, know Bob, this we... person, or is it just a random picture? That's Tony. He, no, tell us. So Greg doesn't even know. Tell him. Yeah, so, okay. Oh, my this mom, is so good. Yeah, Greg, my mom was watching this show on Discovery Plus the other night called The Laundry Guy, uh-huh. and it's just this little sweet guy who's like <laughs> dude he's like a, as as southern Little. as they come and and he is uh he looks just like Tom. my mom was like <laughs> I, me and my mom were like arguing like who 
who said it first, me or her? Like, <laughs> is it that looks like Tony? Oh, but, it's so yeah, funny, it was, bro. I like I can't even be mad, bro. I've been trying to tell you I wanna be mad. Like I want you to stop. Like I said, y'all are such dicks, but you know what? I laughed and laughed. Uh that's funny though. All right. That's funny. All right. Um anything? All right, so now it's time to ice some mugs up and get the fuck out of here. All right. Hmm. So uh who's got ice up pick? Um I'll just just go quick and just say I'm icing up people who get their news from The View. Every once in a while. Why are you icing up my brother, Bridge? The View view is like trending on Twitter, and I don't know why. I don't know why anyone would get their news from there. That was it? You didn't have anything better? No, bro. That's my... No, like I said, that's the reason you were pissed about The View is they were just trending? No, okay. It, like, it's did, the did they that, do like, something? Did they do like what the fuck? Like, why were you so like you know what you just was? saw them trending and you were like, oh my god, I can't. I can't I even get trending. These motherfuckers are getting trended. Yeah, but it was I like know, there was this one feel. dude. No, there was a dude with the check mark. Oh, your mom's in the chat. Hey, Miss Dunn, tell me that doesn't look like Tony. Is that is that is that is that one of your kids? Hey, that's her brother right there. If your brother, if your mom says, "Oh yeah, I took that picture of you," (laughs) or she says, uh, "Oh, this is my dad that ran away." I didn't tell you my dad that ran away right here. Oh yeah, you never met your uncle. That's your uncle. Oh, bro. Yeah, dude, whatever, man. I, I just saw, like, a bunch of guys on Twitter uh, that, like, had check marks and thousands of views talking about uh, the fights between George Behar and some other idiot on that show. And I'm like, dude, who cares? Why do you care? Why are you, like, giving life and energy to this? Why are you the way that you are? Yeah, 100%. Uh, yeah. So that's it, man. To uh, everyone who watches the view, I up, son. Go oh on. my god, fucking oh. damn! All right, my <laughs> um, my ice up pick, and I knew I should have screenshotted it. Oh my gosh, I got um. So uh, my ice up pick goes to Derek Anderson. I'm blocked by Derek Anderson on our. <laughs> Cat Chronicles account, former backup quarterback that the Ford F-150 group would always say, like, oh, we didn't start Derek Anderson. So Derek Anderson blocked me a long time anyway, but I have my own personal account that I never use. But Twitter sends me recommendations, like when some people tweet. Like, so I got, like, Sylvester Stallone. Anyway, I got a recommendation from... (laughs) Derek Anderson. So I flip over to my Larry David account, which that's what I call myself on the other side. And uh, my man put up this tweet that said this, Derek Anderson, former, he's already taken it down. I knew I should have screenshotted this mess. I knew it. And so my man comes out and says, Biden only paid seven, where he said this. So you're trying to tell me and I'm paraphrasing, but that Biden only paid taxes on seven hundred fifty thousand. No, no, no. Year. He said, he said, base. I remember because I was, I was reading this. His, his was. Wait. 
coming. I didn't work a single day last year, and I paid more yep. in taxes than our president did. Is what he said. Yeah, and he only and yeah, and then yes, that's exactly what it was. <laughs> so he has since taken this tweet down. Thank you, man. That was I needed that. My uh, response was, and let me see. <laughs> Hold on, I hit him with this. Now I'm just gonna play since we have a actual video, like we have the internet at our disposal. We must is, back up too if people are like commenting in the chat room again. Oh, they're back. Oh, I guess my mom is here. I guess YouTube's working for her. Uh, this is Derek Anderson Meltdown. And so when he said, so I retweeted his tweet with the quote retweet. And I hit him up with this. Y'all can't hear it, can you? No. Fuck. You have to share the volume. He says, um, this is, can you play this? Oh, maybe I can just share it. Yeah, you can do it. You just have to click the box. This is share volume. Let me see. Hold on. Sorry, folks. Like, this is high quality shit <laughs> that we got going on right now. It's going down productive. <laughs> Biden woke up. YouTube back up. Can you hear that now? Huh? Uh-uh. No. Nothing? No. Hold on. Let him talk. No, I don't hear anything. Send, send well, anyway, video. he has send this. So he got. Twitter. Send the video to the Twitter. I'll try and play it. Can I just put it in the private chat? Maybe. Why is this not working? My kid, fuck, you know what? I bet you that's exact. My kid goes and plays Roblox on my. How much money yeah. do you spend on Roblox? He changed it, bro. He changed here. Look, I got it right here. Hey, can you hear this? I'm telling you right now, we're not. We're talking. Deuce and I are talking. What was the context? Pointed, but I mean, that went out on Monday night television. A lot of fans are talking about it right now. Is a big problem with this team. Can you put into context can you hear what was going on at that yeah. moment? Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, what Deuce and I are talking about is nobody else's business. Why did something funny go down? It wasn't. It wasn't funny. I wasn't laughing. When y'all got to pause your video. Yeah, I'll say I hear two different things. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Commented about it. That's fine. Wait, rewind this a bit. Right there. This is what I was saying. Points in the fourth quarter. It wasn't. It wasn't funny. I wasn't laughing about anything. The camera showed you laughing. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Commented about it. That's fine. That's fine. I'm not laughing about it. You think this is funny? I take this serious. I'm not. Real serious. I I put my heart and soul into this every single week. All I'm saying is the camera showed. you I'm just telling you right now what I do every single week. Every single week, I put my freaking heart and soul into this. I study my ass off. I don't go out there and laugh. It's not funny. It's not fun. Nothing's funny to me. I don't want to go out there and get embarrassed. Nothing's and funny to me. Football in front of everybody. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, we're talking. Deuce and I are talking. What was the context in which? Sorry. So I think my tweet was like this. Do I look like this is funny? Like I quoted, like I exact quoted that speech when he put that tweet up and I retweeted it with the quote. <laughs> I, do I look like I'm laughing, motherfucker? This look like this and that. And now his tweets down, bro. He's blocked me. He takes his tweets down. Fuck Derek Anderson, man. You suck. You bitch. 
And did and, you know that he has like a size 18 shoe or something crazy like that? Man, get the fuck out of him as Teddy Bridge Bridgewater I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Do you know he also like this month I was trying to find the tweet because I tweeted it. And then I was like, um, and then I misspelled something, so I deleted it. And, you know, like I went back and tried to find it. Your mom, what's your intention right now, bro? <laughs> Is she mad? Anthony, f words. She gave you the first and last name treatment. So you know you're F-word. in trouble. Said too many f words. Anyway, so um, this guy is he tweeting a lot. Like I was like yeah. scrolling, and I was like, "Oh my god!" I'm like, I don't even really care this much about it. Can I call in? And he is a mat. What they call a mask hole. Yeah, a mask hole. Yeah, sounds, like sounds dirty. Get, yeah, I yeah. Mean, like he is so <laughs> pissed cool, about the world. Like, how is this dude pay more in taxes than I make? And he's that upset. That's my question to you. I met this dude last night. He said this is like he was getting a separation. It was so sad. It was like the worst story. You know what I mean? Like my life is all this. But he had twenty million dollars in assets. Like and he was like, I'm so sad. I got to give the acreage away. And I was like, Well, you know, you could be like the rest of us if we got a divorce. We would be living in an apartment, all right? If you're lucky, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like uh, so. Anyway. Uh, my mom keeps wanting to come on the show. We're not letting her come on the show. Sorry, mom. We can't do the. What is it? Uh, what's this? Sh- anyway, who else is anybody else got an ice up? Uh, mine's just stemming my from ice up week. to Derek Anderson, by the way. Mine's stemming from last week's um, with that whole debacle with Jeff Leach and everything. The guy that was accusing him um, has now also since been unpartnered. So it's just a you know goes to show you he you know if you're gonna throw stones don't live in glass houses type of thing. So uh, yeah. Oh wow! Is my man making? Is he climbing out of the hole? And I mean, is, he, is hey, the tractors hopefully? If this tells you anything, and this is uh, let me ice up cancel culture as a whole. This like is how that. stupid this is. It's like tough. Joe Rogan talked about my boy Jeff Leach on his podcast. Right? Wow, really? Yeah. And uh, and because he was supporting Jeff Leach, now people are trying to get Joe Rogan canceled mm-hmm. because he talked works. about cancel culture. Yeah, and that's another one. I tell you this: Joe is Rogan the day every two weeks for fucking nothing. Like, don't don't take the most out of context clip from his podcast and throw it up. That oh, look what Joe said now. It's because he doesn't go with the norm. It's right. there. He. You know, he he's people are trying to do character assassinations on people who don't follow the same like generic principles that everybody else follows. It's the same thing with like like he believes like you could sit there and go real deep with the conspiracy theories. He believes that uh that aliens also exist. So now they're trying to cancel him because he's got a platform that's causing the world to you know believe that as well. Yeah, like, he had that Corbell on dude on like months ago. Yeah. <laughs> How about this? Is we're all dying for the C three paint, like for someone to take up a vote to cancel us. <laughs> like if you do that, like we would actually get more views and listens. 
Maybe. Man, uh, like, like we can say whatever we want. We can say, like I said that, that you guys yeah. said aliens boom existed. I said they didn't, this and that. And guess what? Nobody's trying to cancel us because they don't even care about us, bro. <laughs> Subscriber shame. So, <laughs> you guys don't care right, enough. So, you're not trying to get us canceled. I know. You're not trying to ruin my life, motherfucker. <laughs> right. uh, Bat Daddy, you got an ice out for us? I didn't, but just a real quick one. Thinking while we're going, uh, I'll accept the Hornets tonight, losing by twenty-seven points. Oh in the yeah, game. I mean, looking what horrible. What game of the series is this? It's the only game. Like they lost this game, oh, so they, so they the play the loser game. of the next game, and if they lose that next game, it's done. Mm. So Are they have to win the next rules? two games to have a chance. To Are these play. different rules for? Yeah, they're having playoffs? the seven through eight, seven, eight, nine, and ten have a play-in series this year. So seven and eight play each other, nine and ten play each other. The winner of the nine ten game plays the winner of the set plays the loser of the seven eight game. Actually, so that means the Hornets are out. And then the winner of that game plays the winner of the of the, the the seven eight game. Whoever gets that, uh, whoever gets those spots are the seven and eight teams, like the top two winners. It's it's crazy, but it does give a little more incentive for teams to play harder at the end of the season because you can be the tenth best team out of fourteen and still make the playoffs. So. You know, uh, on your upbringing on time. Uh, no, you're great. Upbringing. You're great. Like, I'm... let's talk about how great I am for a moment <laughs> before we get on this podcast. You should uh, reflect on your upbringing sometimes. You know, done, done, do it all the time. Uh, and yeah. uh, look, the Hurricanes uh, won their first playoff game. Congrats to them. And, um, I do have because we cannot have nothing to talk about and still talk for three hours. I got to ask, are you guys watching anything good? I'm watching Jupiter's Legacy. Yes. I love it. it. Like, I didn't want to like it. The star, I'm not a big Josh Dumas fan. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, like, he's okay. You know what I'm saying? He's just too picturesque. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, he's too... And they play him like he's playing like I got this code. It's like perfect, like mm-hmm. for him. Like it's just like this code, code. And everybody's always like, God, Dad, I yeah. love it. I yeah. love it's it. A- I've been watching. I'm only like three or four episodes. In. Yeah, me. me the, the, the fourth episode on is phenomenal. I didn't like yeah. it the first three. Fourth episode on is phenomenal. Oh yeah. man, I'm gonna be into it then. I was pissed. I watched four through eight in one sitting because it was so good. I was like, okay, that's it. I'm watching the whole rest. So yeah, me and CK talked about it last week a little bit because mm-hmm. I saw him talking about it, and then I went and watched the whole thing. And dude, there's like a real trend right now, like a really adult oriented superhero shows. It should because like kids don't thing. care about superheroes, and now only adults do. Because well, they grow up like now, we yeah. watch it. We pay for Netflix. We pay for Disney Plus. Right. They're making it for us. Yeah. The uh, the thing with like, by the way, I just finished Invincible today as well. Oh, how'd you like that? Oh, how'd you no, like that? I'm just I'm like the thing I loved about it is they ended it with so many storylines that are just yes. open as heck. And from what yeah. I understand, the the from the comics, all of everything comes back into play. Like everything in that show, even the guy yeah. at the beginning, the security guard talking about his stepson, yeah. he even came back into play later. He was the guy that the trash got thrown on. Yeah, like seven episodes. Later. I've been resisting it. watching it oh, because I don't like really it. like cartoons, man. Bro, listen, I, so, I started I am, watching it and I didn't like it. I, I got halfway yeah. through the first episode 
And then somebody said, like, I saw somebody uh, tweet about the last five minutes were unreal. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, I got to finish watching it now. Yeah. And bro, I'm not going to lie. I'm so confident in my manliness. I would tell you that I cry all the time if something hits me right. But during that show, uh, and I, I, I won't ruin it, uh, but uh, there's a moment where like there's a body you swap cried? that happens. Oh, yeah. And dude, I was damn near in tears, bro. Mm-hmm. Like it was such a powerful moment. All right, I, gotta watch it, it. I don't even so like cartoons, cool. right? Like I feel like I'm an adult, man. I'm not trying no, to watch that, cartoons. You, think like, you, you gotta get out of that like, mindset. Yeah. Oh, I know, I know, kids. I know it's men. Superheroes is for kids. That's not well, it's just I'll true. tell you something to check no, it's out. Not. If you want to check out something really cool, I don't know if any of y'all watch any anime or, or manga series, but I love just started watching Attack on Obviously, Titan. Obviously, I love cartoons. Yes. I just started watching the English dub Attack on Titan. And uh, yeah, I'm going to go watch some of that whenever I get done with this because I want to finish the first season. It's definitely it's really, really good. It's my first yep. di- like dive into anime, and it's really, really good. Oh, great. If you like that, dude, hit me up. I will bless you with some good anime, bro. All right. Nice. Like some yeah. shit that you really, really love. Yeah. All, All right. right. Well, oh, yeah. where can they bless uh, them with some cool gaming? Okay. You can find me on uh, Facebook Gaming, uh, and that's going to be Codizzle underscore Allen. Uh, go check me out. My man plays games all the time. Uh, Cody last like name, bro. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> find me here every Tuesday night at nine p.m. Find me on Twitter at Cody Lack, C-O-D-Y-L-A-C, talking a whole gang of shit about who knows what. And uh, I am the Panthers analyst for DraftTech.com. But that's the off-season of off-season over there. So, uh, yeah, just hit me up. Skinny Greg. Skinny, sure. skinny Greg. No, that's You're a skinny, bro. 36 pounds and eight inches. 36 on, eight inches on my weight. Yep. I was running 34 and now I'm 28. Wait, that's six inches. Yeah. Crazy. Mm. <laughs> you can find me at the Bat Daddy 52 on Twitter. Uh, check me out on YouTube, Fridays Live, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on C- C3 on the Super Civil Servants Podcast. Uh, and oddly enough, this week we're talking about Attack on Titan. We're talking about Luke Jupiter's Legacy. And we're going to talk about uh, Batman, or excuse me, Dark Knight. Great movie. And uh, what was the last thing? Oh, the Bad Batch. If anybody's catching that, if you like Star Wars, check out the Bad Batch. It's pretty fun. Yeah. Please uh, give Sarah Taylor my best. I will. And on top of that, uh, you can find me in Confession since my mother has watched this show mm-hmm. and I continue to say what I think. We go in there and we forgive him and this and that. All right, um, so uh, catch us on Tuesday nights, 9 p.m. Subscribe to the podcast, grow it up. It's the longest-running Panthers podcast. And we ask nothing uh, other than that you be a fan of the Carolina Panthers. And even if you're not a fan, then kind of fuck you, but you can listen anyway. Uh, But, um, you know, all I ask is this, is that if you uh, enjoy hanging out and talking with the Carolina Panthers, Carolina Panthers information, news, and this and that, that you subscribe to the show, you like, you share. Look, I'm telling you, send this to one friend. It means a lot to me uh, to do that. And we have a Discord channel. You can go to my Twitter, at cat underscore chronicles. Go to the profile and find that Discord channel. There's a live conversation going all the time that's completely devoted to Carolina Panthers. 
So that's it. It's the C3 Panthers podcast. You can call in at 252-228-5098. And uh, until next week, fuck the Falcons. Uh, and uh, keep pounding. Keep pounding. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.